Oh my God, tonight's going to be so much fun. Mara's going to give birth. Whoa, what the fuck? Asborn is going to take over the country. Tobias is going to steal a fleet of ships. Five fleets, at least. No, mine's going to be more dar- way darker than that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's going to drink himself into a stupor and fling himself from the cliffs because he doesn't have a flying ship anymore. The end. Double headshot, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> Five-month bender at the Golden Lion. I think Fire's going to try to catch her sister doing something bad. I, I think I told her she just put a shiv in her ribs just to make up for the fact she did it to her. <laughs> That's how siblings work, right? Yeah, That's right. <laughs> Payback's a bitch. Uh, why did you do this? I don't even remember I did this to you. Too bad. That's what they all say. They don't remember. The problem is fire never forgets. <laughs> she becomes an assassin again. Over the five next five months, fire becomes an assassin. Goes on a ten month killing streak. Yeah, she goes on a ten month killing spree to pay back everybody that ever like uh, like the hawk. The, the extra fiber uh, from when she was with us. Yeah, <laughs> like the hawk like, did in uh, Avengers. Right. Like, <laughs> remember when some guy like working in a shop? It's like. Remember when I was five years old and you picked on me in school? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even remember you. I remember you. The problem is I never forget. I'm fire. And so you don't forget that. I'm going to pour oil over you while you're still alive and light you on fire. (laughs) And every night. And she's got got a tagline. She she has a tagline. Fire! Yeah. Fire. Yeah. Destroy all you burn. <laughs> yeah, she uses those uh, rat killer bombs that I made. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> so long. Oh, oh my god. Do we still have that? those? Oh, the, oh, Tobias is going to open up a series of shops through all of the ports. It's going to be Captain Tobias's rat killers, and that's all he's going to sell. He's going to work cool. on that, work with that guy. And, and the sign over his shop is a picture of a of a mouse folk with right, his thumb, with his thumb up. up. Yeah, and then come here for your rat extermination gear. Right. <laughs> I'm a mouse, kinda and like, I hate rats just as much as you do. Kind of like when a chicken sells chicken wings. Right. <laughs> or like when a chicken eats chicken. Gross, which they actually do in real life. I, I know they do. They're they're cannibals. Yes, they are, and they're that's, mean, man. But, but as you know what? That's as, as soon as one of the chickens are bloodied, they will shred it, rip it. Oh apart. yeah. Oh, the roosters are the most horrible things in God ever created. <laughs> roosters are horrible animals. By themselves, they're not. But you get two of them together. Whew. Oh no! By themselves, they're bad. They'll chase you and then rake you with their little claws on the back of your legs. Why? Well, it's because they used to be dinosaurs. I know. They're very true. angry. They need to be killed and eaten like dinosaurs. That's how they made chicken taste so much like chicken is they fed them chicken. I think, actually, in, my, in reality, I think God gave up on chickens. 
I think he got to the point where he made chickens and said, what, what do I make this taste like? Because you ever notice a lot of things it's taste fun. like chicken? Oh, one more squad left. Like snake kind of tastes like chicken. Well, I've never eaten snake. So iguana kind of tastes like chicken. I haven't eaten iguana either. Uh, guinea pig tastes kind of like chicken. I wanted to eat guinea pig, but I didn't. All right. Were so you in Brazil? A good idea. I was in I Ecuador. Know. Ecuador. Should have tried it. Fire. Guess what? I tastes know. Like chicken. Alligator <laughs> tastes like chicken. Alligator tastes like spongy, a little tiny bit rubbery chicken. Yeah. When I had alligator, Fire. it was you like know, a hot dog. Oh, I did in uh, Mar uh, Mardi Gras in <laughs> New Orleans. Yes, yeah, so did I, but it was like a hot dog version of it. She could taste good. It was that dog. Good Bacon place. Tastes good. Pork chops taste good. Well, sewer rat tasted like boys. pie, right? Kangaroo tasted like a hamburger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what's amazing is stork tastes like ribeye. <laughs> oh, man, I want steak now. <laughs> is, did, is, did you eat the leg? Just a spindly little leg on a barbecue? <laughs> no. And um, I challenge that reality with getting started. Do we like the bubble? Do we like the classic? Do we like the minimal? I think I like the minimal. I think it's my favorite. I like the minimal. I second minimal. Let's yeah. do a minimal. Then we can Our see. Oh my god, what happened? You went bald on your face. I did. Oh, yeah. I reverse, forgot. Reverse balding is a horrible condition. <laughs> Especially when it's self-imposed, my friend. Self-imposed. Is that because the kid kept pulling on it? No, actually, it's because oh. I like to be able to give him snuggles and wuggles, and I can't do snuggles and wuggles if I have a beard. Just, you just stick. If he's asleep and I want to kiss him, it's like a whole it's like a whole wig thing. falling in his you, face you, you when you I go to, to like, kiss him. Hold so. it and go. Well, <laughs> if I had if I had that little that little like oh, yeah. uh, Viking patch like you, that'd be different. Yeah. But this is you know. all that my testosterone will allow me to grow. I don't I don't purposely <laughs> cut it this way. I have a Joe Dirt thing. I get two patches right here, and then this. So I just shaved the little patches. That I wish I had as much testosterone as, as Jason. He's got like 17 kids and can grow a, a man beard in like two and a half days. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is. I am amazed at how quickly I can grow that beard. It's pretty it, that beard grows quick, bro. Like <laughs> things like... From like, it's like it goes from itching to bitching like really yeah. quick. Yeah, I do like having that beard, but I I enjoy looking ten years younger. True, you do look way younger when you. Yeah, I get that a lot. I get that a lot. I get that so so. I also think you're walking around with your daughter and her baby. Yeah, I get that a lot too. <laughs> According to Facebook, they asked, oh, is that the baby's dad or your dad? 
<laughs> oh, Grandpa, you must be so proud. Yeah, I'm actually pretty proud because I'm the dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's that. There's that. There's that. Oh, my God, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Um, yeah, it's been an interesting week. Lots of fun stuff going on tonight. As uh, Welcome to our... Are you ready for our celebratory joke making? Are we, are we ready to be celebratory yeah. in our joke making? Go ahead. Be. Welcome to episode 69. Nine. Nice. <laughs> Round of applause. You, sh- you should only name it just nice. <laughs> I, I know, right? Nice. <laughs> oh my God. So funny. So Do you funny. know what the speed like, limit of sex is? 69. 68, because if you hit 69, you eat it. <laughs> Spoken like a true motocross uh, joke. Um, uh, Tobias, I, I like I'm that. I'm bad. Like, what? I'm bad. I'm bad. I like that joke. You like that joke? Okay. I approve. I approve of that message. I approve, I approve of that dad joke. It's a good dad joke. In fact, let's this do This joke has been approved by fire. This joke has been approved by fire. Yes. And I am totally going to work on, like, assassin training. Oh, shoot. That means that I have to, like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Totally yeah. give up your cleric abilities. No, no. I can assassin. I can multi-class cleric assassin. See what, do some deep regression and you'll, you'll, you'll find out that you're a 20th level assassin already. <laughs> through deep therapy just do deep like hypnosis yeah you, you do deep therapy and you find out you have a hidden lockbox in port zune and in that lockbox are like 1200 sets of ears that's right on a necklace <laughs> there's three different ids and a gun yeah <laughs> yeah three different passports and, <laughs> and uh, some platinum pieces called the fire identity uh, yeah, all these different identities. Fire is just one of them. It's not even real, real, your real one. Her sister oh, isn't so actually rogue? her sister. Her sister. A different version of her. Right, right. Rogue would be dex based. I don't even know if my character would support it. If I'm multi class, rogue. Let's see. What level? What? What? What's your dex? I'll tell you right now. That's what I'm looking at. I don't remember. Uh, yeah. seventeen. Oh, actually. you're good. Multi-class yeah, away. 17. Should I? Should I? Should I? Cleric rogue? <laughs> no, it would be. You don't get enough uh, in rogue. You don't get enough in assassin to make it worth it. All right. I think you should, what you should do is do a deep revert. Like, you know, go over to the, the, the monks and have them revert back to you. And then just change your entire character to an assassin. I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I want to do Backstab, it. Backstab, 12 no, I want damage. Cream. Damn it. Automatic double damage. Oh. Sorry, it's my Tuesday treat. Oh my but god, minute, I want ice cream now. I sit for an hour of acupuncture and then I get a milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> so does the, the acupuncture allow you to drink a milkshake? It's, it's like, all right, you're done. Go ahead and get yourself a milkshake. Yeah, I got you on that one, Asborn. We'll uh, we'll craft that. We'll figure that one out. <laughs> it's, it's like one of my favorite weapons in the game. Yeah, it's pretty cool. No, you can't. Have I could multi-class. I could multi-class ranger. Wonder what that would be. We need some just stick, just stick with your uh, cleric. Oh, uh, min-max my cleric. Fine, fine. I told you. You're with the DM. 
you can get away with whatever you want. <laughs> Just make. Just stick your finger in his ear. It'll be fine. Ma- make up a feet. Make up a feet and tell him you want it, and he'll give it to you. <laughs> that's that's Tobias's Azamir voice. Mm. Hi, voice. Hi. I'm Azamar. <laughs> oh goodness. Goodness me. Oh, all goodness. the things, all the things. I still have to figure out what feet. So happy Tuesday, everyone. Yeah, we're going to have a little bit of a different kind of uh, session tonight. As when we last left off, the team actually went through this. So if you get a chance, please try to watch the previous session because it's absolutely hysterical. I have never seen so many people waiting for the proverbial foot to drop that never dropped. <laughs> So paranoid. Well, what's funny? It happened in one of my other campaigns. It happened in the I, in the reborn I, campaign. Remember well, that? I wonder why. Do you remember when, what you is remember the common denominator here? Yeah. Right. What's the co- <laughs> so, so Ivar, you remember what part of the Faerun reborn campaign it happened in? Yeah, yes. The the Maw Bridge. The the Maw Bridge. You guys were like, hovering. fuck, get back next to him. Stay right next to the king. Something's going to happen. I mean, we were so paranoid. And he's like, and it goes off without a hitch and everything's fine. And we're like, huh? <laughs> we thought there was going to be a massive attack. We were like so ready for everything. And you're like, what are you guys doing? You guys are acting weird. No, you made us paranoid over the last 50 games. That's what happens. Oh. So we actually are now officially halfway through the main arc um, as the team. Um, well, before we do the recap, check out our schedule below. Come join our Discord. Uh, our February giveaways are there, um, but you have to be a Discord member. So jump on over there, be a Discord member, and enter the February giveaway. Um, this The February theme is... My birthday. Yeah, I know. Supreme, it's gone. It's gone. I do apologize. Um, the February theme this year or this month is Aliens. So we have an Aliens t-shirt, Aliens mini, Aliens game, and Aliens sci-fi dice. So jump on into our Discord. Check that out. Um, our schedule will be changing slightly in March. We have a new campaign starting uh, in March. Uh, it's called Pike's Promise. Uh, which will be a live in-studio game that will include Carolyn, who plays Thea, uh, Callista. Um, it'll include Ivar, myself, um, as well as uh, Haley and uh, Patrick. And it will be live in the studio. It'll be based in the land of Islora, out of Vasselheim. And it will be far in the future, post-Vecna, so it'll be lots of fun as we explore that new frontier as well. Otherwise, Tuesdays, Titans Revival Dens- um, and Denizens and Their Masters. Wednesdays, The Descendants. Thursday, Star Wars, um, Stories of the Lost. Uh, Friday is an up and air day. We don't know what we're doing with that. Uh, Saturday is Grain Lands over at our partner channel, D&D Club. And then Sunday, Debtor's Gambit and Absent Throat. Debtor's Gambit. Is possibly getting a couple new players as well as Shannon is taking some time off to get some work done and see if her schedule will allow her to keep playing on Sundays. If it does not, uh, we will have a couple folks coming in to replace not only Shannon, but adding another chair to the table. Um, and uh, Monday nights will be Pike's Promise as soon as we get that up and running come uh, March. So 
Now that we're done with that, let's talk about the unique recap, because now that we're officially halfway through the arc, the team, the Storm Chasers, basically the Storm Chasers met a very long time ago, and were under contract with the Blue Opal and Captain Alabaster to help the Covis Conclave recover a device, an item. And it was this initial launch into the adventures of the Menagerie Coast that the team just found themselves on this wayward opportunity and Tobias's treasure map that he tore out of a com or of a, out of a coloring book and he swore it was a real treasure map inadvertently got things going and the team after meeting Qualish traveling all over the Menagerie Coast and dealing with strange creatures of nefarious intent. Tyrling, the halfling that was initially thought to be an oracle, turned out to be a um, vestige or a possession of Zarel, the, the goddess, the keeper of the Avernus Gates. Um, Shulaman, who was a major um, um, uh, uh, commander and confidant of the Zahefe and was it severely influenced the Zahefe had overthrown the Zahefe's rule, took over Nicodranus as well as most of the Menagerie coast launched a campaign of destroying dark toe and bringing something nefarious into the world. All of this was stopped. Shulban was driven off. No sign of Qualish. The supposed entrance to the Avernus level of, or the Avernus gates sequestered and now God as the building in Hollyhood Hollyhead has been up and gone as far as anyone can tell but Nicodronus has been recaptured the Covis Conclave is now back in control of the Menagerie Coast our team has taken a rest as for the most part there doesn't seem to be much going on most of those have been driven off that were doing bad things the Zorhashian forces, well, that'll have to be resolved during the downtime. But essentially, the Storm Chasers are now, um, well, going to do a time slide. As spring turns into summer, and summer is soon to be fall, they get five, six months, making it a full year since they've known each other. And they get to narrate for us each one, one at a time, when we, when we get started, what they did with that time. And then we'll resolve any specific activity or any specific roles that we need to do. And this will allow the, the Storm Chasers to do some development and some learning and possibly even some research or earn some influence with the politics of Nicodranus as well. So, where we last left off... All of you were enjoying a celebratory reunion at the Brecht compound. And it's from this point, each one of you are now going to have your opportunity to narrate out what you want to do with your time, your time skip. It is now the, what, what month did I put us in? Uh, it is now... It's in my Tuesday one. Let me go to that one. 
No, to my Saturday one. I don't know why I kept it there. I should probably move it. It is now the beginning, the first day of the close of the harvest. It is now Fesuran. And the month of Fesuran is the beginning of fall. And soon winter will begin in Discar in about two or three months. For the most part, you guys spent spring and summer pretty much accomplishing whatever you wanted to get done. But before we get started with that, there's a couple things of influence that would have that may influence that narration if you choose to let it, otherwise it does not have to. For one thing, Asborn Sinclair, the dress variant, um, the Sinclair family estate is finally at peace with itself. The civil war that's plagued it for the last 20 years has been settled. Your brother, Asbon, is now in charge of the political wing and faction of the Sinclair state. You, being the sister of Asbon, are in charge of the military and the, the not only the military as it resides within the Sinclair state, but you're also in charge of some of the influences that that military has outside of the Sinclair state. The amount of damage suffered at Rexentrum, you currently have a sizable portion of your armed force there because as agreed with the Dwindles, you are required as a autonomous region within the Morrow Valley to live up to your expectations, live up to what's required of the Sinclairs. However, you currently have the freedom and the ability, as well as the access to wealth, to also establish a garrison here in Nicodronus if you choose to. Now, part of that influence is because as a reward for what had happened and what you guys had saved both Nicodronus, the Covis Conclave, and the Menagerie Coast from, you had been given a gift, a tower, an old abandoned tower that looks over the Restless Wharf, um, a sizable building, but vacant over time. And Baelith's uh, tower is now available to you to use as a residence or as a headquarters or whatever you decide to use it as. It is located on a cliff overlooking the Restless Wharf. Um, it is on the very edge of the seaward side of the Restless Wharf, so it looks out over the sea, almost lighthouse style or guardian style. It sits on a two-acre compound as well, and it comes with a treasury of 500,000 gold coins. There's no staff. There's probably no development of its interior in livable state as it's been an abandoned structure for well over 20 years. So you feel free to kind of add that to your narrative if you choose to add that. I definitely will. I'm definitely going to add that garrison to our resources. Okay. The Sinclair state in balance, civil war ended. Your grandmother's reign is now firmly in control being advised by your parents. The Sinclair political influence is in full flight at this point. There is an emissary in Nicodronus, there is an emissary in Rexentrum, and there is an emissary in Amman and Vasselheim. Your brother 
although a member of the political faction of the Sinclair estate, he is also now the leader of the only dragon wing force that exists within Wildmont. Six copper dragons are at his beck and call. Um, he actually has mounted units that are able to manage and fly them. And they are specifically garrisoned within the Sinclair estate as a way to kind of proof power and control and make sure that no remnants of your grandfather's influence is able to unbalance or throw the family back into chaos like it was once before. I will say that during this time, you would have received messages from the Bright Queen, as well as the Dwindals, in an effort to maintain open communication, and currently the Bright Queen is requesting to see if you want to establish a Sinclair emissary within the capital city of the Zarhashian uh, or the Kreen dynasty. I, you can flavor that into your narrative as much as you want. As a group, the Storm Chasers take possession of the tower. So however that flavors into your narrative, feel free to add it to it. Samara, a new temple has been established in Nicodronus. And feel free to use this as part of your narrative as well, because this would have happened regardless of what you do over the next five-month period. And it is a Luxodon-based temple that is taking both the Dawn Father and the Wild Mother into a kind of religious concept. And although there are other minor temples here or other places of worship dedicated to either Bayamut Ayun, the Dawn Father, the Wild Mother, the, the more traditional uh, religions, including the Raven Queen is based out of here as well. This particular temple was designed to honor the fact that the Luxodon capital city has been reestablished and the Sirios Forest is now an independent community that is run not only by the Luxodon Affairs, but it is currently establishing itself as independent within the political discourse of the Dwendal Empire. However you choose to utilize that over the next five or six months, you're free to do. Are we starting our narrative or should I hold Not off? yet. I'm just doing just okay. a little bit of preclude to give you guys some okay. time. I'll include it um, in there. Yeah. For Mara, you are due in the fall. You are actually due in Funchir, or not Funchir, um, Funchir, which is the beginning of the close of the harvest and the expectation of your twin children. You're currently in seclusion at the Brecht compound, but not necessarily purposely so. There is a lot of politics playing all out throughout the, the Menagerie Coast, both in regards to the future of the Order of the Ghost, the nature of the relationship with a now resurging myriad organization led by a more popular individual, a very young individual that's come be, to be known as the Gentleman, and although there was always a suspicion that he was in charge of the myriad, there's been some political undertones as to, for the most part, the myriad used to be a series of isolated, um, uh, isolated kind of organizations that purposely act independently with an overarching idea of protecting the nature of the myriad. 
But now that you've gotten wind that the gentleman seems to be developing a concept of control, there's some political issues there to deal with. But other than that, you're one of the few that seems to have the spring and summer to be a little bit more kind of like open to what you want to do. I mean, you have access to wealth, you have access to the team, you have access to either stay at the tower, at the compound, or even stay with your mother if you choose to. Um, she is still in Port uh, Zoon with her business and where her main residence is. So there would be time that you may consider going back and forth and between the Luxodon City. and But then the, the, there's lots of things that are kind of playing out. But the Order of the Ghost is in a very unique situation as they did partner with for the last four or five months. And they did purposely broker a deal with the Bright Queen in an effort to balance the political influences of the coast, you know, kind of legitimizing the gentleman's power, his strength, his influence. And during this period, he begins to court a very young reddish tiefling. It's a famous singer and performer. And this would be under the guise of the, um, of, of Albin's people keeping an eye on whatever he's doing. Tobias, you and Captain, you and Admiral Alabaster are now fast friends. You have relationships with just about every naval influence and merchant fleet influence. And the one thing that's done well or is doing well is now that the pirates of Darktoe are being forced to kind of recover and there's going to be a great deal of time before they ever get back on their feet again. For the first time in a very long time, piracy is hardly in existence. It barely exists. The Merchant Marine is doing well. Guild houses are flourishing. The stability that the Storm Chasers have brought to this influence of the area is now affording a lot of wealthy people to make a lot of wealthy overtures. And the political nature is now shifting more away from intrigue and more about markets and capitalism, making money, building great fleets. With this kind of break in the Crean's relationship with both the Dwendals and the Kovas Conclave, for the time being, there are no immediate border threats. Things have stabilized. Things are beginning, beginning to normalize. And whenever things are normal... Markets do well. Starvation abides. However, there are always concerns about what to expect next. And for the most part, you have a lot of naval influence that you've garnered through Captain Alabaster. You have taken possession of the Crimson Mouse. And you are free to make whatever decisions you want in regards to its retrofit and refurbishment. Okay. Let's see. Fire and Thyssen. Thyssen, are you there? Yep. Your situation is wholly unique. Your sense of what you are and what you keep becoming, the focus for you has been on... A couple things. Number one, 
What happened to those items that were in the Cobalt Souls vault that's been kind of on your radar for the most part? The continued understanding of whether or not your existence is clandestine versus whether or not what you've become is truly the final gift that Stormlord has to offer the world. But like Mara, you're kind of free of a lot of the concerns that the others have to possibly start doing more understanding and research of who and what you've become and what your next steps may be. Fire, for you, it may mostly be about your sister. The final understanding of the family and what does it mean to be a Brightcliff? What does all of this have to do with everything and how it relates to the gentleman and the idea of what's being being called the family gifts or the family agreement that had been executed within the Sinclair understanding and the ceremonial dispatching of what is now believed to be the first nine entities that attempted to find their way into this reality. Hey, Perfectly Techno, thank you for the raid. Really do appreciate it. We're we're doing a half arc. We're celebrating our 69th session. We're aware of the comedic, uh, you know, 69th session. Uh, we're halfway done through the arc, and we're now doing a five-month time skip with everybody. So thank you for dropping in, hang out, throw rotten tomatoes at me, because it's always fun. <laughs> <laughs> Turn that back on. I forgot when I run, I forgot when I run my basic games. I always turn a lot of stuff off, and then I forget to turn it back on. Um, my private games, that is. Um, <laughs> by the way, if anyone's curious, Callista has like over a hundred thousand points on the channel now because she just always. I do not. I only have like sixty-five k. <laughs> Well, something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So fire for you. The journey is mostly about resolution with your sister, learning more about the family. Um, that could be trying part, not to kill my sister. Yeah, I mean, that could be part of your narrative. Um, but for the most part, like Mara and like Thyssen, the three of you really have more time on your hands than some of the challenges that Tobias, Samara, and Asborn kind of face with, you know, with Samara's bringing the Luxedon capital into existence, with Tobias, you know, obsession and being influenced by the naval um, authority run by Admiral Alabaster, and then the Asborn family coming into kind of its full height of its political influence and economic influence as well. So, the six of you. Describe for me what you do each of the five months. It could be at any level of depth you want to take it. And then we'll resolve any of the details that you might have in that depth. And then whatever those outcomes are, those outcomes are. So who wants to go first? I can go. Okay. Samara, feel free. Um, so in our last session, when I left Atil, she gave me a locket. Did that 
She did. She did. And I wanted to know, was it like a magic locket or was it like a locket that's pretty? Um, good Lord. When was that? That was, oh yeah, that was when you went, went back to Hollyhead and she was about to express her love to you in a kind I of know, and I unique it. way and <laughs> it, it kind of went a different way. Um, I would say you would have discovered that the locket has the ability to allow you to communicate with her once per day, if you choose to. Okay. So during my months, I would like to do that. Okay. Are you fostering a relationship with her in any way? Yes. Okay. And being very apologetic about the fact that I'm an idiot. And so let's resolve it. that one first. Give me a persuasion roll with advantage. Okay. Because she does Pull like up you. my stats. She did pass you a note in, in class. <laughs> persuasion. Ooh, that is not great. I got a 10. Okay. Good to know. I will be using all these numbers for their purposes. Yeah. So that's your first month. Anything else you want to do with that first month? Um. So I want to establish with her that, like, eventually I would like us to be in the same city. But for okay. now, I really need to help out with this Luxodon Temple um, first month. Okay. Establishing my relationship with her and then also establishing a professional relationship with the Luxodon clan that's coming in. Are they people that I know? They are not people that you know personally, but you're at least relatively familiar with them. They're definitely from the core of the surviving tribe that's been in hiding for a very long time. Um, And for the most part, their core is predominantly Luxodon as far as their, um, as far as their priests, their acolytes, and getting that established, but I would say the head of their order, which let me pull that name up for you really quick. Uh, why is my other tab not open? Because I'm stupid. And this temple is in what was formerly Darktoe? Is that where we still are? No, we're in You guys are in Nicodronus. Nicodronus, that's right. So I would say, let me pull that list up. What? I thought I put that. No, I guess I didn't put it in the list, but that is okay. We will use. So the main Luxodon in charge of the emissary group that's establishing the temple, he goes by the name of Himmo. H-I-M-M-O. And is Himmo also a druid? Hemo is a cleric. Cleric. Okay. They tell you that their intent is to establish as quick as possible a relationship with both the Kovas Conclave and anybody else with authority so that they can bolster their request to be considered an independent kingdom. And the independent and- kingdom they're looking to foster will be referred to as the Kingdom of Ivory Heart. Okay, and is the gentleman, you said he's becoming more of a head honcho in Nicodronus? He is still basing his operation out of Rexentrum when you guys helped him relocate and move his initial staff and his initial headquarters. But Mm -hmm. he hadn't really decided to become the purposeful um, influencer 
of the myriad. But after everything that's happened, he's gained a lot of standing and a lot of political access and a lot of ears that he didn't have access to. Plus, he can kind of laud his relationship with the Brex over those that kind of question their ability to treat with him or to trade or to do whatever they choose okay. with, with the gentleman. So he's only during- currently in Nicodronus because he seems to be courting a particular red tiefling. That's the ruby of the sea. Yeah. What color is a teal? Just um, a teal is a black, red, and kind of bronze colored. Um, she's she's a tiefling, right? Yeah, tiefling. Yeah. Um, her, her most noticeable features is that her horns are very small and purposely crafted to grow a certain way to almost kind of like match a false kind of hair adornment that she's created for herself. Gotcha. V- very much the performer. Yeah. Um, so during months two through, you said it's five months, Yep. two through five, um, I would like to spend my time doing multiple things. <laughs> One is I'd like to start working as an emissary between um, the newly established Kingdom of Ivory Heart and um, the Clovis Conclave, as well as the gentleman, just kind of like building the ties and shaking the hands and kissing the babies, whatever needs to happen. Um, Simultaneously though, as that's happening, would this new temple have people that could help me learn a little bit more about my druidic powers? You could certainly try to recruit people like that if you choose to. Well, so what I'm, what I really want to do is I want to figure out, I want to get a practice on the tattoo thing so that I become proficient in it. Um, and I would, would you be like to open that. up your own shop? No, but I just want to get really good at it so that I don't okay. botch rolls because my rolls are really bad. The best way for you to improve upon that would probably to build your own workshop within the Baelith Tower where you okay. can have a lot more advanced um, artificer items, a lot more advanced ways of infusions, and probably work with Albin from time to time mm-hmm. as he is slightly ahead of you, but you're coming close to like you know, surpassing his particular gift with infusions. I volunteer for you to tattoo me. <laughs> I don't do canvas. I mean, I do scarring that. I need to cover up. So. <laughs> um, mostly because I also want to, my, when I first did the claws, one hand, it was on backwards. So I want to be practicing so that it's on the correct way so that I know how to invoke it when I'm actually in my wild shape. And so, like, if there are practice dummies, I could be practicing, doing stuff like that. And we'll say that over that five-month period of time, you're constantly practicing, constantly doing. And that amount of time, regardless of successes and failures, by the end of your five months, you will have become proficient in infusions. Cool. So I'm proficient in infusions, proficient in putting them on me. Correct. When I go into wild shape, do I have to invoke anything or do they automatically flare? You are still working on that, but give me a, uh, give me a history check. And we'll use that role as a way to kind of discuss what you learn about druidic nature and what it might take to get that to work. Okay. Just straight history. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Big money. Ooh. That's a 19. Nice. 
We'll say that through your emissary work and your travels over this course of time, not only do you have a little time to stay with both your mother and some of the druids that do reside in the Ivory Heart, as well as taking some time in Rexentrum, as well as the capital city of the Kreen Dynasty, you've had enough shamanistic and druid conversation at this point that you begin to realize it's more about it's more about not what you can and can't do as a druid, but perhaps study a specific method that doesn't exist yet. Perhaps researching a beast that specifically fits the condition you're looking for, and perhaps invoking that beast would be the way to make this work successfully. Now, when you say a beast that fits the condition, like, can you say a little bit more about that? Because I'm confused. Uh, with a 19, um, for example, um, a moorbounder would be a good candidate because it's a feline predator with a natural disposition towards talents. Or a steelback, which is a um, another similar kind of uh, uh, panther-like creature. Or even a panther variation of a panther creature. Anything that already has the natural ability to use its its claws as part of its shape, perhaps focusing on those types of creatures will help find that connection. Okay. Would a bear work? Because bears have claws. Yeah. Bear could potentially work as well. Okay. So I think I'm going to try and keep trying to channel the bear and do that. Um, But other than that, just trying to strengthen up the temple, trying to keep up the relationship with the teal at the same time and all the practice. That's my five months. And at the end of your five months, you will have gathered at the Brecht compound in anticipation of the announcement of the birth of the twins. Babies, so babies. That would be the end of your time period. Um, who wants to go next? Next, next, next. Want is a strong word. <laughs> right. What, you don't want to murder a bunch of people? I feel like I'm doing a presentation for school. I'm not murdering. <laughs> like, everyone's not sitting here murder. in theory like, oh, Oh, what's the teacher going to say about my presentation? <laughs> the teacher is going to vodka. say your presentation was adorable. <laughs> Adorbs. Um, Especially dressed up in the anime outfit that you were in. Adorbs. Yes. Don't even Adorbs. talk about that right now. Okay. <laughs> so let's go next. I can go next. All right. Not strong. Um, so I spend a good amount of time, like, getting a room ready for the kiddos, obviously. Um, I also want to make some clandestine inquiries into my father. Okay. Um, ask around, but try and be, like, kind of sneaky about it. Um, does anything come from that? So we'll say Albin gets involved. And there's a combination of agents being sent out and you doing your own research. Give me an investigation check. Oh, that's a natural 20. It flipped right at the end. <laughs> um, really bad. So it's a 27. No, 27. Now go ahead and give me survival with advantage. Okay. I feel like I'm not as good at survival. Guidance. Wait, I'm not. Okay. You're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not terrible. That's a sixteen. And keep in mind, during your narrative, 
If you choose to ask another player to be involved, you can. If you choose to. I mean, I've been hanging out and tattooing you, so. (laughs) Yeah, that's a fair point. Let me pull up. Is it okay to to tattoo a pregnant woman? She's not tattooing my stomach. I was going to say, as long as it's not on your stomach, I think it's fine. Where's Nick Adronis? Not California. You're fine. (laughs) This is a fantasy game, and it's magicking. We will be fine. That's the problem. It's magicking. (laughs) She hasn't hasn't stopped drinking, so what does that tell you? Well, pregnant. Fetuses are also magical. So There's that. Yeah, that's a problem, too. Um, let's see. Where is that map I want? Up oh, there it is. So, with all the inquiries being made, all the agents being sent out, all the conversations being had with different individuals that are under either the influence of the Order of the Ghost or those that owe either homage or debt to it, there's three key things that you find out about your father that will all coalesce at the end of the five month cycle. One is there are enough uh, sightings that is believed that he is definitely in the grain wildlands. There is a place called the blooming grove along the edge of the Savalier wood that the order has a particular um, front there to keep an eye on a lot of the occurrences and the happenings that go on there um, along that region. And that's where one rumor, well, that rumor is being coming slowly becoming more fact that he's been seen up in an area of the Rhine plains near an old ruined city, Dwarven city along the ivory Lake known as Uralis. There's also confirmation through Albin's constant, persistent nagging of his parents that you also find out for a fact he was the one who cast the magic that not only sealed Gwendolyn in her prison, but he also self-deprecated that magic upon himself as a form of punishment. So you do know now for a fact that what you heard from Grandmother Sinclair was more of an easier way of telling you that he did it to himself. She tried to convince you that they did it to protect him, but in reality, you now have found out that he did it to himself as a way to kind of accept his responsibility for what he did. Number three, I would say all this information is shared with your mother at some point, and you and your mother have a conversation, and you finally learn the truth that... Your father's always been your father. Your mother, it was kind of more during her wild and adventuring days and just enjoyed the lifestyle, enjoyed being with him, but never truly wanted to marry him or actually, you know, um, become kind of in a more serious relationship. It was a surprise that she was pregnant with you. And she came up with her own story about your father. Her knowledge of the Sinclair involvement and the ceremonial involvement of his specific magic that he used to banish the nine effigies, she is she actually has no knowledge of that in truth. Well, that makes me feel better. 
Um, okay. So then part of my time then I was going to spend um, in the golden needle with mom. Um, and I was going to have her teach me to sew. Okay. Um, so I could make little baby clothes. So at the end of your five months, you are now a proficient tailor. Oh, good. Um, and then I was going to, because I haven't ever really been like in the Brecht compound working on their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going to try to do more like Brecht family missions. Okay. Kind of like earn my keep type of a yeah. thing. Not only does that garnish you some favor with the patriarch and matriarch of the family, but it actually bolsters the political influence of the order and saves it from a more negative image than it was suffering from due to the fallout of what happened after the first Darktoe incursion and what came about because of that. And the narrative that Albin and the gentlemen were aware that you guys had all actually come back earlier than what was known. And that was kept as a secret. So we'll say, as you focus on learning how the order of the ghost functions, how it investigates things, how it works in tandem with the cobalt soul and those powers that be, that prove to be a positive influence. You don't necessarily repair all the damage, but you do a good job of stabilizing And because your face is kind of on, you know, in the conversation, in the the narrative, and that they're gradually getting to understand why Albin did what he did. And while the gentleman's a little bit more nefarious in character, it's getting better. All right. Um, I think that's all I had. Anything you want to do with the tower or any other? Nursery. Okay. So. We did Samara. We did Mara. Who wants to go next? Are we going to hire someone for the babies so that you can go adventure? Or We sort of have a plan. You're going to be a little surprised, Samara. What's going to happen? Oh, my God. Babies with us on the adventure? Mm-hmm. We're totally going to take babies. And a little baby Bjorn. <laughs> It'll be like baby Bjorn's on the front of her She's as, as she's a, no, no, no. a bear. <laughs> Blood splattering on their face. You're like, hee <laughs> Samara's I stole familiar. the baby. He's going to take Mr. one. Mama kill. Mama kill. No. Okay. Give your baby up for a blood pack. It did did you want to do anything with me again? You 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 said you were gonna tell me something, and I totally forgot. <laughs> did you want to do anything? Uh, with I mean, get married. Wow. Never. He, this rusty, rusty yellow figure. Rusty. You already know he doesn't shave his horns. You can He's tell. Back bad off, bro. She's mine. Horns. He's, He's a horns? badass glass cannon. I heard cannon, that too. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Speaking of glass cannon, that's what I changed with my build now. I have 146 hit points now. <laughs> nice. You just I next mean, time we see Tyson, he's just really burly and big. He's ripped. He's, he's like, all he's, he's swole. He looks like the rock. He's like one foot and taller. And his homoculus is now his mini me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to do anything or are you fine? With you, no. Okay. Go do whatever you want. I'm doing solo bolo. Solo Bolo. 
So with that in mind, uh, Fire, Tobias, Dyson, Asborn, who wants to go next? Well, part of part of mine is going to be working with Tobias, um, okay. with helping with the fleet. Okay. And uh, then I also wanted to spend time bonding with my sister. <laughs> um, I mean, spend time bonding with my sister. That kind of time. You guys all come home to the tower to see her sister's head in a pickle jar, like up on the yeah. shelf. No, I spent time with she's my sister. And the whole the head off. Fire, like just talks to the pickle jar. <laughs> what? Where I'm you bonding go? with my sister. Oh, oh, my sister wants to go shopping. Sister. Does anybody want to go with us? That's so. We Futurama. look a lot alike. I have her eyes. They're in this jar. Okay, so. And the face. <laughs> it's really horrible. She has a magic effect that keeps her alive. <laughs> Oh my god, this is this Aww. is what Pyre's gonna look like. Necromancy? Oh. No, no, no. Where's the no. Discord? No. Well, say. Um, okay, so wait, 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 because yeah. I'm not done. That's what she's gonna um, look like. I also. We can I do also it in phases, to, it's fine. To deal with, I mean, not deal with, but get the tower all situated, okay. um, organized, cleaned out, um, furnished. Rooms for everybody. Yep, I can I can help you with that. You know. I'm, that's what I'm going to be doing during my five months. I'm okay. going to be setting so up. I'll be working with Asborn and doing that. Well, I haven't finished it yet, then, but I am working on it. Okay, and then working with Tobias with the fleet, okay. and then bonding with my sister, and then I think I wanted new armor or was it a weapon? I want I want some cool gear. Some yeah. cool gear. Yeah. I don't I don't need new armor. My armor's fine, but um. Me no no because I have a mace a plus two mace shit okay so I'm gonna be looking for awesome magic items to like add to our repertoire okay stuff that would work for any of our group you know so scouring Nicodronus and Fair enough. you know yeah tracking down Pumat Soul and seeing if I can find him and and see what you know awesome stuff he's got and uh, finding finding awesome stuff for any of our group that needs more things. And, and I guess I'm not going to actually train to be an assassin because I'm still just going to be a cleric, but I took the telepathy feat. So I'm going to work on my Ooh. telepathy skills. Okay. So let's do a little resolution on the tower. Cause I am actually in the process of building it right now. Um, it will be on a two acre estate that sits above the cliffs of the restless wharf. For all intents and purposes, it's your headquarters, your home, or whatever you decide to, to work on. Um, for the most part, the main portion of the structure, which is the ground floor of the structure, that will be the entry level there. There'll be a couple rooms down here, but mostly kitchen, common area, and stuff like that. We'll furnish it any way that you guys want to. I love the open concept. Two... Uh, two of the bedrooms up here on the second floor. And then eventually, each floor of the tower is a room. So the, the tower itself will have four rooms. Two rooms on the second floor, and then the common space at the base of the tower. Um, this is purposely let, left blank, because this will be kind of like a veranda, or like a... Um, <gasps> Gardens! A, a, a top space Gardens. of whatever you want to turn it into. Sorry. Currently, I'm in the Rooftop process garden. of building. I'm building the cliff face and the access up the cliff side 
from where the main road that leads in and out of the particular area that you guys will be influencing. And then there will be a two-acre estate that surrounds the tower. Now, currently in its current condition, it's in a basic condition, which is why I kind of wanted to at least give you uh, at least give you a draft in regards That's to so what, it, what it kind of looked like so that you can kind of get a feel for what it will potentially look like once it's you know once it's actually ready so that's just a rough Mason, sketch do you want the top do you want the top floor of the tower he Mason. probably is in the middle of class knowing him. I, I call it top loft can top i have the second the floor <laughs> i don't want to waddle up too many stairs <laughs> We'll say one, yeah. Two shifters. Yeah, I mean, we'll, yeah, and and those are two of the bigger rooms, so you could easily turn part of that room into a nursery, so that kind of fits in. So the first floor of the tower is the base of the tower. That's like the more bastion of the forest uh, or of the tower, and on that level is the common room, the kitchen, the larder, um, like all the day-to-day functions of the estate. The second floor is two bedrooms, and then four bedrooms up in the main tower itself. The top veranda, which you can turn into anything you want, as well as the gardens. Now, to bring it up to a livable condition fire, you're looking at about 50,000 gold outright, just to get it into a livable state, which will leave you with 450,000 gold to spend. I think. As well. I feel like I'm playing The Sims. Do we need to hire like a housekeeper or something or like a cook or most estates usually do this, but this is where Asborne Sinclair's influence can pop in because his panache or her panache for kind of running an estate household is kind of bred into her a little bit. She is of money and influence and wealth. Um, so she can either choose to use, oh, and Asborn, you now have an annual stipend of a hundred thousand gold a year. What is a stipend? Hey. That is so an it's like you get it no matter if you're an asshole or not. Right. Because of your, because of your responsibilities and your duties and what she does for the family, Asborn maintains a residence in the Sinclair estate back in the Vale or the Valley as well as small residential homes in all the emissary locations as well. I feel like a rich girl. You are a rich girl. Rich girl. Bougie bitch. (laughs) Bougie bitch. Where's my Prada bag? (laughs) You can rely on your old man's money. Hey, Chav. What would be... So you mentioned something about armor, weapons, and stuff like that, Fire. I can help handle that. I'm creating my own workshop on the land. Okay. So you're going to build that in Nicodronus then? You don't want to share a workshop with me? You have a workshop? Yes. You was going to have one built in the tower. Yeah, that's what I was planning also. We can have one big, like, massive, like, workshop. Okay. Albin's going to join you there also. Okay. It'll be like a makerspace. Love it. I can build that in the map, no problem. So fire, weapons equipment and then obviously bonding time with your sister what particular mm-hmm. equipment over weapons for? and equipment yeah. bonding with my sister over weapons and equipment not stabbing her in the back with him he's very just, dis- look how cool this dagger is <laughs> <laughs> um well you know i wanted to track down pumat soul and um you know find him see what he's got 
you actually come to find out that he has a small established shop in Port Zoom. You and your sisters spend the time traveling together to make your way okay. to Port Zoom. That's our and sisterly bonding time. Shopping yeah, trip. Yep. Got it. Um, this is when you both begin to learn quite a bit about each other. You begin to develop an understanding of when the gentleman had taken possession of both of you. Well, technically, the gentleman was just a teenager. The youngest version of the gentleman trying to establish his influence with the families was his first attempt at protecting both you and your sister. And he was using this false narrative of including the two of you as the Brightcliff family agreement as part of the nine and doing away with the nefarious effigies and entities that are known as the nine. Now he was very young when Gwendolyn was taken. He was like 13 or 14 to a certain degree. He inadvertently orchestrated that. And he orchestrated that on purpose because he was very jealous of Shulamon. And because he was jealous of Shulamon, he felt that that was a great way to both get back at Shulamon and continue to protect you and your sister and allow the Brightcliffs to go into hiding as they did not want to participate in the ceremony. There, however, was a disagreement or a misunderstanding with the patron of the Brightcliffs. An ancient red dragon known as Drakeshale. Drakeshale was never told the truth and never has been told the truth. And that was the dragon that you encountered as part of your memory recover when traveling with the caravan and you were placed in hiding within the temple. So Drakeshale is now on your radar. Drake or Drake? Drake. D's and dog. Okay. As neither you or your sister were fully aware of this, but what had happened was is that when a spell was used to cause your sister to forget her memories, it didn't work well. It backfired. And it caused her to behave very strangely, and it created more of a negative effect on her, and it inadvertently implanted the idea that you were responsible for the death of the family, and she had swore to track you down and kill you in revenge. Well, once the gentleman was able to finally find her and get back, get her back under his influence, he took her to one of the wild mother priests and had the same ceremony performed on her that initially was performed on you. Her memory was established, the truth revealed. And the only reason she brings up the conversation about the Drake Shale is that that the even the even the um, gentleman didn't realize that the family Brightcliff had a patron, and had he realized that, he may have handled things a little bit more differently. At least that's how she explains it to you, based on her own conversations. So, by the end of the trip to Port Zune, and the two of you aren't exactly fast friends yet, but you begin to realize that both of you were almost like inadvertent pawns within something that was playing out around you, either by mistake or by happenstance. And although most of what was being done was good intentioned, eh, there may have been better ways to handle it. But you're now in that process of trying to recover 
some of that all that lost time that you normally would have had with your sister. Once in Port Zune, you would have met up with Pumat Soul. Um, is there a partic- is there a particular item that I could find for you? Oh, look at you! You got a twin. That's really cool. That's like a cat of two tails. <laughs> Anyways, what can I get you? So, what I'm would you like to try to find in his shop? Um, magic items. Well, of course, and he's got those. I don't know. But anything particular, because you do have plenty of time and you do have a bit of influence. Guys, what do we want? Potions. We have potions of health. A single one of us is there, so. <laughs> I'm not there. <laughs> what? Well, There's a no. lot of post it notes in your pocket. You have a bunch of shopping lists from each of us. <laughs> Mine is caked in ice cream. <laughs> no reason. Just sticky. <laughs> he pulls out a like sticky note. I think Thyson would like a bottle of Papa. It was strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> I trust you, Fire. You can get what you think is necessary. Um, I'll say. Yeah. Yeah, initially the probably the need would be mostly healing potions. So he'll sell you um, twelve superior healing potions and twelve greater healing potions for about five thousand gold. And it's a remarkable discount because of the influence you have over the city. In fact, you even have a residence here now, courtesy of Humperdunk and the Warden that you helped free during the period of the retaking of Nicodronus. So you do have a little notoriety and a little bit of um, fan worship within Port Zoom. Plus everybody thought we were dead. There's that. We have sickle fans. Uh, So for 5,000 gold. Okay. So Puma, do you have anything that might, you know, tickle our fancy. Um, well, I don't know. What was it take to fancy someone's tickle? <laughs> it takes not much sometimes. My, um, my eyes are up here, fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I know they're up there. Yeah. Um, well... Shoot, I don't know. What do we want? <laughs> I have I have no like attunement slots left. Mine are all taken. So I need some Crisco. <laughs> hey, some rounds well, mag- for my pistols. Magic ones. Yeah. Do you have magic bullets? Uh, sorry, I don't really dabble in that particular type of engineering. I would recommend like maybe a more um, uh, like an artificer enchanter of sorts. They might be a little bit more helpful. You're useless. Okay. Ooh, can I look around the shop? Do I, I start working anything? on infusions into his bullets? You could start oh. working on that if you want to. Okay. Watch as I give him this bullet a tattoo. Oh <laughs> what a bullet that when you shoot it, when it hits something, it turns into a fireball. I was going to say you could paint a happy face on the end of it. So when it hits someone, it's an illusionary happy face that pops up in their face. As it blows straight through <laughs> them. Oh. <laughs> So I want I want a ring, a ring, 
of like <laughs> ma- dispel magic, a ring of dispel magic. <laughs> yes. Not yes. very powerful. That fits. I want she a wants, ring of she dispel wants a magic. ring. <laughs> want a ring of dispel magic. Not very powerful. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> that that like I that will fit on the end of a gun. Oh, so you want a cock ring? Um, well, I mean, no. And <laughs> there it goes down um, into the gutter, <laughs> spilling down. Well, so, guns cock, so, don't they? And then, can I get a bunch of cannonballs, and can you magically shrink them? And then we put them in the gun, uh, and then um, we shoot them out of the gun through this ring of, of Dispel Magic, and then they become cannons. And then I, 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 I find your elected. description to be most entertaining, and I hope to work on something like that someday. <laughs> cool. But until we, uh, you know, uh, come up with a way of defying even magical physics, it's going to take some some effort. Um, well, I read about it, and I thought you would be awesome. kind of a genius idea. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Well, if you could leave me your notes, and uh, you know, I could possibly take a look at this i i could certainly give it a try and let you know maybe in the next few months or so if i can put something like this together okay i'm gonna leave him my notes on my note in fire's pocket i think we should have protection stuff from things that like protection from fire or not do you have (laughs) protection stuff i think i'm looking at the note from from samara i think Maybe contraceptives? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, hey, I, I really want to ring a feather fall or fly because I'm, I'm going to be in a magical ship soon and I don't want to fall out and die. <laughs> okay. Well, I could certainly sell you a ring right. of feather fall for a thousand gold. That's no problem. Ooh, I would like a ring of feather fall for a thousand gold. Yes. I do believe it requires fall. attunement, though, I think. I'll have to check. Okay. thousand gold. Cool. And then, and then, what what other notes did you guys send me with? Mara? Mara? Asborn? I would say that the one thing he would give you is a small bo- or a medium-sized box filled with just about every component that either Thyssen or Samara would need for the work that they were, you know, for all their um, spells, components, any designs, infusions that I they're doing. Stuff. Can I get a bag of holding? Whatever. I, won't, I want a bag of holding. No, but if I give has. you another bag of holding, you're going to blow it up again. I've learned my lesson. <laughs> again. <laughs> I certainly can sell you a bag of holding for 3,000 gold. Okay. How about something that makes me way beautiful? How about that? Um, you have the ring of the change your appearance ring. <laughs> Pumatsol reaches under, pulls out a paper bag, and slides it over you. Just give Tobias that; he'll know what to do. I was just going to give him some alcohol. <laughs> well, no, that will just make him think everybody else is more pretty. I need to be able to influence people coming up here. Oh my God! Somebody, please buy him a little admiral outfit to to go out to do naval. Oh, I wanted no. I wanted the total conquistador with the like the breastplate and the puffy pants and the the helmet that goes like this, yeah, the Morian helmet. Yeah, but if you were half half plate, you have to take disadvantage on your skull checks. Don't no, you? because the Sinclairs have that lightweight steel. They're going to make me a breastplate out of. Uh, That's true. They do have that. 
that I'm waiting for. All right. Still. I'm going to continue thinking about things that I want. I'm going to look through the lists of, you know, At some point uh, over the course of this conversation, he keeps referring to an entity called Sparky. And you watch as this automaton robot has been coming back and forth to the front of his shop, helping bring things from the back that you've been purchasing. Oh, that'd be a perfect butler. Hmm. Sparky. I like Sparky. What about, do you have a ring of mind shielding? Uh, in necklace? fact, I do. I have one of those currently. They're quite expensive. They do require attunement. Uh, be about 5,000 gold. Oh, it does say it requires attunement. Do you guys want idea. a ring of mind shielding? What about an autographed picture of the storm chasers? I <laughs> Yeah, I can throw in an autographed picture of the storm chasers with that. So a thousand dollars and a thousand gold and uh, autographed uh, picture of the storm chasers. Autographed? I mean, it's, it's, it's worth something. Uh, give me persuasion. We'll see if you can buy it. <laughs> Do it, baby. Let's come on. <laughs> no one's got one. It'll be the first one. You can sell it. It will. It will. I rolled a 14. Everybody thinks we're dead, but 14. we're not. I'll tell you what, I'll take that autograph painting and uh, 3,000 gold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just saved some yeah. money. But make sure it's big enough to go up behind my counter. Um, one of the big, you know, eight feet by four foot massive paintings. And I would like for you all to come up and commission it for me and hang it and sign it when I ha- when, when it's done. Is that is that okay with all of you? Well, at least you, if you could check with your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get them to come and do that. I just have to actually write it down so I remember it out of character. <laughs> sure, I'll remember. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, ring of mind shielding. That, that will stop me from becoming a death cleric. Watch. <laughs> no, you do that all by yourself. Oh, fight, yeah. fight. <laughs> you, you make your own that. choices. Yeah, you made your choice on that one, lady. <laughs> oh, it'll stop um, me from becoming a... Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. How about just uh-huh. waiting for us before you pull some shit? <laughs> Who has attunement slots available? Who has attunement slots available? Because I can get, like, protection protection rings or necklaces Possibly or something. Me. Hang on. Okay. Do I? I have one. You have one available? Mm-hmm. I mean, I can get rid of my, like, Ring of Disguise thing. The Ring of Disguise wasn't attunement. How about Ring a, of Disguise wasn't attunement. What's that ring where it makes, like, a, a multiple amount of, amount of you and they don't know which one to shoot at? A uh, mirror image. Yeah. There you go. I can so do that Tobias can be his sniper myself. self and not get hit. Yeah. That, that Pumatsol... Uh, I do actually have one of those. It's extremely rare. Uh, does require attunement. I can sell that to you for twelve thousand gold. Ooh. Oh, second, second, uh, four. Tell them four signed autographs. Oh no, thank you. That'll <laughs> just kidding. disparage the value of the original. And seeing as how your classic adventures, once no, you die, no. it will be worth more money. Tell well. That grand. is true. It will. It will be worth way more money. Um, wow. There's a Ring of Heroes Feast, guys. Ring of Heroes Ooh. Feast. Well, I have an attunement slot now, because apparently I had something to do that I didn't need. Twelve grand's a lot of money. Uh, ask them if they have anything that explodes with lightning. Dwarf them down have, on that. I already have one uh, ring. I can have two rings, right? 
You can have, you have, you have five fingers. Do you have, you have ten fingers. You have ten, she has yeah, five fingers per hand. So. <laughs> just making sure. Hey, dwarf him down on that a little bit. Finger. See if he can do like eight grand or something. For the ring of... Well, perhaps if you put a whole bunch of suggestions together in one request, perhaps we can com- do a deal of combination. Deal. Yeah. 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 Um... Well, we're a ring and mirror image. Tobias, you have a slot available. Ring of oh, let me look. mirror image. That would be. I'll make, I'll make room. That would be great for a melee fighter. Yeah, that's what Tobias was. Yeah, I mean, he's a melee fighter, right? No, I just Maybe. I want it so, so they can't. I thought he was see ranged because he's shooting from afar. He's ranged. He Where's is. my inventory? Oh. And then, what about a protection ring? Um, Where's the ring of attunements? Oh, attunement, dur. Down at the bottom. Oh yeah, I still got. I got open. I got open. Okay. Well, I actually two open because well, I don't have, have the, the bandolero of daggers getting, anymore. You're getting the ring of featherfall, so that will take one. Okay. Ask ask him if he has an animated shield. No, I'm sorry. I don't really deal in those heavy kind of armors, eh? Prefer rings, necklaces, bracers, potions. It's uh, more affordable for me when I go traveling. You know, if you wanted to set up a shop in um, in, in Nicodronus, um, we could probably help you set up a shop in Nicodronus too. I'm more inclined to eventually find my way to Rexentrum, but I do appreciate that. Okay. 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 too. We know people. Yeah, we could probably hook you up in Rexentrum. How about? That is good to know. Perhaps if I'm you? ever in Nicodronus and uh, need a need a, a a pastry and a coffee, I'll come a calling. Hey, oh, what, yeah, what if we hook him up? What if we hook up and hook him up with a, a shop in Rex and Trim, and he gives us what we want right now? That's not on your post-it note. That's what, I, that's what I wrote on my post-it <laughs> note. I have a magical post-it note that I just write, and it, it appears on the post-it note she has. <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. What about like a fire, a ring of fire protection or a ring of lightning protection or a ring of acid protection? Uh, which protection many rings want? of protection and resistances. Uh, I shouldn't have any problem a bit digging those up. Most of your standard rings of resistance are roughly 2000 gold a piece. And most of your variations of rings of protection Plus one, plus two, plus three. I mean, the more enchantments, the more expensive they are. Uh, ring protection plus one is a thousand gold, and a ring of protection plus three would be six thousand gold. Oof! Oh, ring of protections. Okay. Um, you want the rings of protection? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 Rings of protection. Okay. Rings of protection. Uh. Oh my, oh my God! God. A pattern shield looks so remember cool. Remember what they call that. It's not radiant damage. It's uh, what's the what's the opposite of radiant damage? I can't remember now off the top of my head. Uh, necrotic. Necrotic. How about a ring of necrotic protection? Because that's that's what that's what that evil little witch hobbit le- uses on us all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a ring of of necrotic reduction? Reduction. Reduction. Yeah, I have many reductions. Sorry. Hi, baby, baby boy. Crazy right now. 
Well, yeah, you're a grandpa. I'm a papa. I got to see him once, and then we don't see him because of the COVID thing. Yeah, I know. Sucks. He is. Thank God he's pretty. Yeah, we know. She looks very much. He got that. Looks just like mom. Thank God. Um, I do have. uh, I do have a ring of necrotic resistance. If you need it. Oh yeah, a ring of necrotic resistance because. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So with the ring of the mirror image and a ring of necrotic resistance. We could definitely do a deal on that. Let's say 8,000 gold. Okay. For both. Give give me a plus three protection. And a plus. Well, no, I got to get a ring for Sam. You are already getting two rings or three. We got a bunch of money. Wait, was the... the, um, the multiple ones, that was the most expensive one. We got like 400,000 gold pieces. The ring of protection plus three is 6,000 gold. And then the ring of mirror image is 12,000 gold. That's right. Okay. And then the ring of necrotic resistance would be about 5,000 gold. But if you were to combine those somehow, we could get the price down. Okay. So a ring of mirror image, a ring of necrotic resistance, and a ring of protection plus three. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, with the ring of protection plus three, you're looking at six, eighteen, and uh, I could let you have all that for nine thousand gold. Ooh, okay. good deal. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's Don't worry, I'll oh yeah, I'm good for it. Well, we all we all made them. Especially if my idea works out. And my nefarious plans. You have you have nefarious plans. Oh yeah. Anybody yeah, else nefarious. He might literally be the last pirate on the open sea. Pavu lived, so I mean, he could be out there. Was he rough shape though? He was they looking all like he was. They're all in like full blown survival mode at this point. Which hey, they're pirates. They'll do fine. All right, anything oh, yeah, else you want to do probably... with your uh, five months there, Fire? No, I think I'm good. Okay. Um, so, like Samara and like Mara and like Fire, you'll eventually wrap up your five months at the Family Bracked compound. Uh, Tobias, Asborn, and Thyssen, who wants to go next? Uh, you guys want to go? Or you go, um, or... go ahead, Asborn. I was just wondering if I can get. What was the shield that I got from the Sinclair army recently? Was it a plus one? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Then I don't need to look for a new shield. Oh my god! I'm gonna cram that gum right into your sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> Only into his sleeve. Oh, <laughs> or up his, I, I, well, his prison sleeve. His prison purse. No, no, not my prison purse. <laughs> Put that gum in your prison purse, pal. Well, I definitely want to work on that mall then. Okay, a thunder-based mall. Okay. Oh yeah. I'll say basically that mall description that you give me is you could easily have that commissioned and made. You have enough wealth and influence to get it done. By the time it's done, um, I would say that it's going to be plus three to hit. So plus three to hit, plus three for damage. 
It'll be a DC strength check of 18. If that fails, the target is not uh, is pushed back 20 feet and knocked prone. Sorry, if if it doesn't fail, or no, if it fails, yeah, if they fail the save. My my brain's a little fried right now. My am I am instead I of, instead rubbing of, off on you? Wait, would it be easier for your goals if we had me do a strength check to see if I'd pass 18 instead of you having to roll DCs for it? No, because the effect is when the hammer hits your target. So mm-hmm. they're trying to resist that effect. So it's okay. a lot easier for me just to do um, okay. things. Yeah. And then it'll be a damage of uh, 2d12. 2d12. <laughs> and then I want to lo- make uh, attachments on the back of my armor, kind of like the like the Witcher, where he has mm-hmm. two swords. I want yep. two mauls. Okay. That way, during combat, I can quickly swap between each mall depending on the situation. Sounds good. And then I'm I'm gonna have the wild mother mall and then that thunder mall. Yep. I'll call it my big boomstick. Listen, you parents, this here's my boomstick. You boom. I don't think we want to talk about your boomstick. Oh, I was just quoting Army of Darkness. That's right. Greatest movie ever made. So, Asborn, along with that is your at the Baelith Tower. You currently have a garrison of 50 Sinclair soldiers, and their responsibility is protection of the estate mm-hmm. or whenever called upon. Uh, the current the current sergeant and captain in charge of that. I don't think we have room for 50. Um, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. On two acres? I was looking at that. I'm like, ooh, two acres. For fi- I, was, I was already thinking smaller than that. You want to go 25? Said, yeah, no, 25 followers. 10 okay. assassins. That's what we need. We need 10 yeah, assassins just, to train just fire. Assassin, just the assassin ones, like from your grandmother. Yeah. So, the captain goes by the name of Arhar Vargoba. Ar- Arhar Vargoba. How do you you spell that one? Just go with Vargoba. It's fine. Garbar. We'll call him Garbar. We're going to call him So Captain Vargoba. There's Captain Vargoba. And then there is also... Don't leak down my... No. And there's also Sergeant Caldrum. Caldrum. And they're in charge... Of 25 Sinclair guards. And they're family estate guards. So they're a little bit more highly trained. They'd be the equivalent of a level 5 fighter. And obviously the Sinclair estate will foot the bill of building a small garrison building on the estate grounds. And that can happen over the five month period. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I was I was looking to get a blacksmith on site for us. You the state will gladly pay to put a blacksmith on the site. Mm-hmm. Um and the state will send their um their one of their more infamous uh family blacksmiths that goes by the name of Hasid Khalid. Hasid. 
Seed Khalid. And he is a master weaponsmith and armor. Perfect. And then, besides setting up uh, the state and working on my armor and maul, I'm going to start uh, furthering relationships with the uh, Bright Queen. Okay. I'm going to be sending letters. I'm going to send regional specialties and gift box boxes to her. Introduce her to Asmon. And then uh, I'm going to dump all of the rest of the emissaries as in charge of back onto Asmon since he's back. Okay, fair enough. I just, I'll keep the Bite Queen to myself though. Okay, fair enough. I get the cool one. So go ahead and give me a persuasion roll with advantage because you are sending gifts. Persuasion roll with advantage. At least your charisma is probably higher than mine. It's a plus 13. <laughs> right. Oh, those are some bad rolls. Oh, come on. 18. Why okay. are you using D&D Beyond? You have dice. My dice, I left them back at home <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> 18 is still pretty decent. So... We'll say over the course of a two-month period, um, you managed to uh, get an appointment and a series of conversations. Um, and at some point, you and the others should definitely make a visit to the Bright Queen and do the final influences required of establishing an emissary in their capital. Sounds great. Okay. Alright, so I'll wrap That's up Asborn. And once again, the conclusion of the uh, of the Funchir uh, month will have you at the Brecht compound as well. Uh, Tobias or Thyssen, who wants to go next? You want to go last, Thyssen, or you want to go now? Or you want... Okay, Tobe. Okay. So, right from when the last game ended... Everybody's at the compound. Bright Queen, all these people, right? Correct. Okay. So I want to talk to a few people, okay, to set everything in motion. Of Storm Chasers 2, back <laughs> to the beginning. <laughs> Colon, getting wits mine, the Tobias Fairweather story, a Tobias Fairweather joint. Okay. So... First, I'm going to go pee right now, okay. right down my leg, puddle it into my vans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So first I want to talk to the Bright Queen. Okay. And I want to ask her for a ship because I like her ships. They're cool. Give me a persuasion check. This should be an interesting conversation. <laughs> I'm just going to go up to her and be like, can I have one? Oh, not too bad. Persuasion. So, 15. 15? Well, Tobias, it's not that I didn't want to give you a ship, but to be honest, they're not mine to give. Oh, come on. You're the queen. Look, look, look. Yes, look. Tobias, okay. I'm the queen of the court and the politics. Yeah. You yeah, see that, that person over there? If you need someone killed, you go like that, they're dead. Come on. Look, 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 look. Wait, 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 wait. I just need a little ship. Maybe hold 15, 20 people. Real fast, real small. Let me see what I can do, and I will let you know. Okay. 
So, and then, uh, Sam. Uh, what? Hi. <laughs> hi, Sam. Okay, so. Um, okay, Sam's so literally drinking a celebratory, like, ale as all this, like, happiness is going on. And over comes this little dark cloud. (laughs) Yeah, he's a little on the manic side about this ship thing. So, okay, Sam. What? uh, I got a question. Okay, so the Bright Queen's going to give me a ship. Why? Because I'm awesome. Anyway. Okay. Can your people make it fly? Would they do that for me? Uh, Can my people make it fly? Um... They did the last one. The last one was more about taking very basic engineering. I will say this much. With the opening of the emissaries and the the amount of support coming out for the Luxodon kingdom, you could probably reach out to Amon. And there is a, there is a guild in Amon that deals in flying ships that are more representative of the Githyanki style ship. Um, and it's through a very controlled substance called Broomstone. And this Broomstoke particular... or Broomstote? Broomstone. Yes. Broomstone. Gotcha. And this Broomstone is very well kind of like monitored, maintained... It's the same magical stone that's kind of used in the handful of flying ships that both Amon and a couple other capital uh, nation states have access to. So there could be something there, but it might take some effort. I'll see what I can do. Oh, all right. So I don't need the Bright Queen ship. I tell her stuff her ship. All right. (laughs) No, I think we still need a ship, don't we? Like, we just yeah, no, we got, got, the crimson mouth. got the crimson mouse that hunk okay. of shit. But you know, so you want I want a flying ship. Okay, it's not a hunk of shit. So now, Mara. Mars like literally like eating a celebratory chicken wing and looks over. I like that shit. Pops up again. <laughs> hey, I'm just first mate popping in from all the way. I know, right? How's it going? Great. Hey. <laughs> You know, I'm looking for some water breathers, about 20, 30, 40 of them. Do you know some peeps you can get me in contact with? Do I know 30 water water breathers? Yeah, like yourself. No. You know. I know one. The gentleman. Is it me? It's the gentleman. Oh. I, also I don't need him. Yeah. You know, Okay. I'll yeah, just go so out to the docks looking for him then. Okay, okay. Yeah, there's not a lot of me walking around. I'm pretty. Uh-huh. Yeah, Mar- Mars like one of two water genasi you've seen in almost I, six well, months. <laughs> Dur, that's why I'm asking her. She might know Three, some people. Now that my father's wandering around somewhere. Yeah. Don't they have like a city or some place under the ocean we could talk to them? Or no, not Aquaman. Water breathing. You can't. Bias. I can cast water breathing on people. What are you trying to do? Oh, perfect. So you have to come with me. Okay, now I'm going to talk. I'll have get back to. with you. Uh, now I'm going to talk to... Um, okay, bias. I can cast water breathing as well. Okay, you come with me. Okay, so now I talk to Alabaster. Am I coming? You- yeah, if you want to come. Everybody can come to this one. So okay. I ask Alabaster. Alabaster. Uh, yeah, Captain Alabaster. Alabaster. Admiral Alabaster. Yeah. Yes, Lord Captain of the High Tobias. Seas. 
scourge of the pirates. Um, yeah. Uh, do you want to do a salvage operation with me? Explain. I'm going back to Bowali to get all my treasure. And it's underneath the water. So we had some water breathers and we're going to go back and we got a bunch of shit last time we were there. Didn't a bunch of cursed crap that we couldn't use and couldn't do anything okay, with. And we left a bunch of really good treasure there. And I want to go back and I'll give you like, you know, a very reasonable amount of it to help me. We just need well, to get a bunch of water breathers that can breathe water, go into the water, collect my treasure, bring it back Tobias. up. Tobias, I, I, I know you've been kind of off doing your own thing for a while, so I, you know, I'll let you in on a little secret. No one's allowed to go to Bawali anymore. Who says? Um, the majority of the Kovas Conclave, the council, those in charge, uh, for now... Bowali's essentially off limits. Okay. It's Bye. important. Okay. Hey, Thyson. Uh, strange mouse. Strange what, do you, what do you need? Hey, do you think you could teleport me to Darktoe? Why do you need to be teleported to Darktoe? Because I'm going to make a deal with the pirates. What kind of deal? Well, I'm going to go back to Bawali and get my treasure. What's your treasure? <laughs> All the treasure we left on that island. It's underwater. Oh, you mean like in the ship? No. In Oh, you weren't He's there, were you? He's literally talking about the Stormlord's Vault. The Stormlord's Vault. We're going to go back to the Stormlord's Vault uh, and get all that treasure. We originally stole that. Stole everything out of. <laughs> and we stole I mean, all the shit that cursed me out of. And we left all the good shit there. We want to create our entire problems. You want to go to the, back to that? Yes. Didn't the sure, have fun. <laughs> well, can you can you help me just like teleport back and forth and do some shit so I can get together a crew, uh, steal some ships, you, and go I over there and get it? I can teleport you there. I can't teleport you back because I ain't coming. Uh, okay, that's that's all I need, pal. I don't. You're you're good. So that's basically what I want to do. Okay, so this is going to be interesting. So you've already been warned that the Bawali island has been cordoned off. Uh -huh. Most of your friends already know that your plan is probably dangerous, to say the least. Mm -hmm. But because Tyson has always enjoyed entertaining himself with your plans... <laughs> right. Um, so I went to him. He teleports you. Okay. And when you get teleported to Darktoe, mm -hmm. and then we'll say this is roughly a month since... You know, it's recovery from the gated influence of the Obsidian Tower and everything that was right. going on there. Mm -hmm. It's basically an impoverished island. Gotcha. Everybody, yeah. everybody here, yeah, everybody here is pretty much in destitute, mm -hmm. having to work a very hard scrabble life. They're doing their best to try to begin the rebuilding. I bring a bunch port. of stuff with me, like food and blankets and. All kinds of stuff. There's at least a thousand people that call this place home now. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for Pavu. Searching for Pavu. Tobias, did you want me to go with you? Yeah, sure. You can go with me. So I'll say... But you can't... Just let my plans <laughs> happen. Don't butt in. 
<laughs> no matter what I say, if it, even if it sounds insane, just shake your head yes. And that It sounds great, okay? And chances I'm are it will be insane. Along, I'm mostly coming along to make sure you have a ride back. Oh, okay. That's great. Yeah. Okay, so. And I fill the duffel bag with all the Can't hear you, babe. Oh, I fill the duffel bag of holding full of, you know, stuff for impoverished people. There you go. <laughs> jerky. Because there's, there's a section of that on the basic equipment list. Fish um, jerky. Yeah. <laughs> basic equipment. Yeah. You know, something Did they haven't eaten in a long time. Fish, fish. jerky. <laughs> yeah. Fish jerky. Something they haven't eaten in a long time. So the That's two gross. of you are now on an island of impoverished people. Mostly criminal types or people that have kind of like given up as part of being within the normal society norms. And for the most part, it's the regular protests of groups of people trying to just get by with what they can. And the, the port city of Darktoe is very slowly coming back to fruition. You also find out that Pavu was assassinated by another, oh. Oh, uh, by another pirate. Um, this pirate goes by the name of Hunis Bria. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, a middle-aged individual, uh, a bit of a mix between Furbog and Goliath. Um, and he seems to be commanding and controlling the majority of the people and kind of gotten them under his influence. He has a second in charge that goes by the name of Wyatt Munros or uh, Maranos, um, a much younger version of himself. And he's probably part Furbog as well because he does have hair, but he also bears the markings of a Goliath. But he is quite larger than Hunus is. Mm -hmm. These two seem to be mostly focused on getting all of this under control. At best, they tell you and Fire that they can put together a crew of 100 and could barely scrounge together five ships but they demand half the gold. Mm -hmm. So they're willing to go on this little adventure. They're willing to try to see if they can help you recover where you think your treasure is. But whatever treasure's found, they get half. And if we find no treasure? Then we still get half. Half of nothing's nothing. Um, gold only, no magic items. We get all the magic items. I if could give any. a shit about your magic items. That's what's gotten us into this fucking mess. Exactly. Gold only, please. Hard currencies. Can I ask what fire. happened with uh, with Pavu? Yeah, mean, he was don't worry, he wasn't my friend. Fucking guy stole my ship, so fuck him. Well, he's a little slow on getting things going, so we we put him, we decorated him over there. And you can see his skull like planted on a pike near one of the kind of dilapidated areas of the <sighs> of the town. You guys beat me to it. All right, yep. It's a deal. Okay. So with that... And I'm going to tell you right now, if you guys try to fuck me, I'll kill you both. And and guess what? I can do it. So please oh. don't fuck me. 
Because Havu had a had had a kind of a backhanded way of fucking people, and I'm not going to get fucked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Now I'm not calling aspersions on you. I'm just telling you. You try to double cross me, and you'll be eating your balls before you slowly die. <laughs> Thanks, UST Show, for the raid. You got here just in time to hear about ball eating. It's always fun. <laughs> So we'll say, <laughs> we'll say the <laughs> we'll say that the final two months of of your time mm. is this unique adventure that you, Fire, and her sister go on. And Mara, no, I guess not, huh? No, Mara. Can't she's going to get her Prigo. narration. Samara, her okay, narration. But we can get everybody. Yeah. So like. everybody else is busy, with the exception of you, uh, Fire's sister. Mm-hmm. And this hodgepodge crew that you've kind of um, gathered up around you. Mm-hmm. Roll a D one hundred, please. Oh my god! We're gonna die. Oh my god! We're gonna die. So that would be sixty. Percent. It was definitely a, a difficult journey. Of the six ships, only four made it through. Darn. Um, the majority of the crew do end up surviving. A few hands are lost. The difficulty is the recovery of the item as it's mostly collapsed under that particular area. So it's very difficult to recover for the most part. You unfortunately have no real success at recovering any magical items, okay. but you managed to recover 400,000 gold worth of wealth. So they get 200,000? They get 200,000, and you and Fire and her sister eventually sail into the port of Nicodronus, get dropped off with an additional 200,000 gold to add to your coffers. And you could be personally now be able to tell people that you successfully bankrolled the inevitable resurgence of piracy. (laughs) That's one of the things I wanted to do, but nobody knows. Okay, so Admiral Alabaster will be just thrilled with you. Yeah, don't tell. We don't tell anybody. Um, That's what happens when you don't agree to do what I like to do. And so that'll wrap up your face. little event tomorrow. Well, you. I want to make sure that my armor gets upgraded, my shark yep. armor gets upgraded with the plates, and then, yep. uh, re- okay, retrieve the treasure check. They hey, when I was with the pirates, were they at all interested, in maybe becoming privateers? Um, if I could get them pardons for all their piracy, I would say. The ones that are most interested are the ones that were former crew of some of the um, naval vessels that were left behind during the action that took place in mm-hmm. Darktoe, the eventual um, defeat of the Hydra uh, Scourge. Um, I would say maybe about six of them might be interested. Oh, okay. Well, if they want to come back with me, they could. I'll say you have to six. Repatriated or yeah, I'll say you have six patrons at this point. Six individuals that have decided to come back and and offer their services in whatever way you see fit over the future. Okay. For now, they'll be responsible for 
uh, your aide de camp within Admiral Alabaster's um, headquarters, and they'll—that's where they'll be kind of bivouacked and serviced out of. I'll tell Alabaster that I've just received word that there are four pirate ships loaded with treasure <laughs> making their way toward Darktoe as we speak. I was told by a spy of mine. Oh, you're an asshole. You're such a dick. <laughs> Give me a persuasion check on that one. You're such okay. a prick. Why would you do that? <laughs> 18. Let's you're see, very smart rat. Persuasion. <laughs> uh, so a 19. 19? <laughs> I will send a few ships to uh, investigate this. Uh, careful. Good to know, Tobias. What, what kind, were, were the ships well outfitted or are they... Were they well outfitted? Eh, they were the best they could offer at the time. I mean, they, are they loaded with cannons or they have like one cannon each or something? Um, they are recovered ships of the line. They're probably 10 gun broadsides per ship. Yeah, I'll let them know all that information. Okay. <laughs> so be <laughs> careful. We'll send a small fleet of the line. See if we can intercept them. We'll certainly all right. You know what happens. Okay. Okay. And then that's, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Eventually, near the end of your five months, your armor is delivered okay. and is completed. Okay. Might get it. All deal. right, finally. So, with that, all of you are concluded except for Thyson. Thyson, what are you doing with this five months? Well, there's a lot of extraterrestrial beings or extraplanar beings in our world. And even though we may have, like, done some stuff now, it does not mean that nothing else is going on in the world. So I would like to spend all of my five months mainly traveling around the world, helping any sort of small issues with any sort of monster-like beings. Okay. While also, at the same time, doing two major side things, which are um, collecting information on where the different items that were stolen went. Okay. And that, remember that gemstone I was like starting to carve? Yep. Um, I'm going to try and do my best to make that into a masterwork magic item that I want to call the runestone. Okay. That basically I'm carving as many possible um, runes of banishment into it as I physically can to try okay. and make it basically... And I am just as a spellcasting focus um, makes banishes permanent. Whatever it banishes cannot come back to the plane that you banished it from. Do you, would it? So do this for me. Roll a d twelve. I got a five. Five. You managed to successfully carve five stable runes of permanent management within the stone. It's a part of your focus now, and you have to carry it on you at all times. For now, it requires attunement for it to maintain its power. So keep that in mind. However, with each successful banishment, and then you invoke the rune of banishment from your focus point, from your, fo from your magical focus, that rune will fade... And then after the fifth use, the gem will self-destruct, therefore trapping anybody that was banished utilizing it 
permanently where they reside. Now, the invocation of the rune traps them there, but not permanently. It's only through the final exercise of the gem that will allow it to be permanent banishment, meaning whoever you use it on can never, ever leave their plane of existence. That's what I wanted. Thank okay. you. Does that balance make sense? That way it's not yeah. too OP? Okay. Yeah. We'll also say through your travels, you find yourself spending time at the Stoutheart Village, learning more about what they thought Tyr Ling was as an oracle and the involvement of those that helped kidnap her, which was Shulamon's involvement. We know that now. And then her inevitable corruption and using her to contain the form that is known as Zarel, you learn one thing. Zarel has not crossed over yet. Zarel's pact with Shulamon takes on many takes on many visages and many opportunities that all seem to fail in one way or the other. And you actually help in this failure as from time to time during the course of the five months, you travel far and wide throughout Wildmont, getting to learn areas better. And you do this in a very kind of Witcher way where these strange creatures that have never been seen before are dealt with by you, and then you take the time to study them and try to understand what's going on. And the one thing you glean from all this activity, all this travel, and all these encounters is one simple truth. Qualish, Zarel, and Shulaman are definitely working together on something, and it quite possibly could be the construction of the perfect vessel upon which Zarel can contain whether it be humanoid, creature, or beast. This seems to be a constant effort of creation, destruction, creation, destruction. Almost like they're trying to fine-tune an entity worthy and powerful enough to take on the containment of Zarel's abilities. And what her actual intent is is still very much unknown, but this triple threat of these three now working together through the final disillusion and, and through the final um, the breaking down of Qualish's will, he is now permanently corrupted. And you discover that the reason why he's perfected the creation of these creatures is because, because of what he's actually now become. And through an interview with your last far-flung region, a small elderly uh, man kind of sketches something out for you of a creature quite hideous, a mechanical spider-like creature that is all mechanicus, all forged work and all definitely artificer in nature. But from the waist up, a small corrupted form of a gnome figure infused with this very large metal spider body. And this is the only eyewitness account of Qualish's current state and condition that you've come across. You finish the rune collection. Give me an investigation with advantage as you're focusing on where the items might have disappeared to. Give me a sec. No worries. Uh, that is a 26. 26. 
the lack of evidence has you concerned. You're now firmly in the belief that Shulaman has all the pieces. And as you're making your final trip back home, reviewing your notes, it dawns on you. He doesn't have all the pieces. You guys still possess the gauntlets. And you get the feeling as you're sketching this out in your mind, you're imagining the perfect created creature wearing this perfect suit of nefarious intent. They have everything they think they might need, or at least are near to organizing and orchestrating and creating everything they think they might need. But fundamentally, they do not have the gauntlets. You guys are in possession of that final bit of vestige that they do not have. And we destroyed it. And I'd also say your last bit of rumor you hear, which you intend to take back to the Brecht family household as spring ends, summer ends, and all of you have agreed to gather at Mara's celebration of the birth of her twins, is that you now have a rumor upon which to operate off of. And that is a more nefarious edge kind of city known as Burkaroth. Mostly home to goblins, orcs, hobgoblins, and bugbears. Some humans, but not a lot. But supposedly, there's rumor of a creature that was sighted there that kind of fits the idea of either what Qualish looks like or possibly a creature that's been practiced and is believed to be actually operating in that area. Your first tangible rumor of an area of investigation that you that, that the group may decide to act upon, depending on what the decisions that are made. So with that, it is an unusually warm fall afternoon. All of you have gathered at the family Brecht estate and food is being served. It's a very celebratory atmosphere. Albin is nearby. Mara has been in labor for the better part of half the day, and she's expected to give birth at any time. He constantly goes in and checks, and then finally word is that it's about to happen, so he remains at her side. And the wild mother priests are here, including Samara's um, mother is here as well. Mara's mother is here to celebrate. All of you see familiar faces, but more importantly, standing in the corner wearing the chevron of station within the order of the ghost and looking very kind of standoffish. Mara, would you like to describe your character that you'll be playing for a little while? Um, yeah, sure. So she's rather tall, um, beefy, uh, very, very pale skin. Um, like a, like almost white pale skin. Um, she has thick black horns that kind of trail, um, they follow kind of the shape of her head. Um, and like a really vibrant purple hair. Um, and like black, like no people, just all black eyes. And as this person looks about at the five of you, 
She introduces herself by name, most notably to Samara and possibly Fire. Hi, my name's Veltish. <laughs> Hi, Veltish. And Samara, as you're meeting this person, and so is Fire, Albin comes over to give the celebratory news that a boy and girl have been born. They bear no immediate notoriety of lycanthrope concern. And there's a general conversation about the maturity level and understanding of when they'll be able to drink from the chalice. Um, within hours, even Mara's up to a certain degree, kind of doing her rounds and meeting everybody who's here. All of you are back together again. This new individual has introduced herself. Albin and Mara has introduced her as well to say that she'll be staying at the Bellwith Tower, that she'll be acting in the favor and in the service of Albin and Mara as they plan on traveling to better understand and do research on what does it mean to have lycanthrope children born for the first time naturally in almost a millennia of, of existence within the Order of the Ghost. So they'll be traveling and they will be far flung for quite some time. Samara Teal is here as well to kind of celebrate. And it is a afternoon into evening celebration at this point. The successes, the failures, you get caught up on some of Tobias's story, although you imagine that it's mostly half a grain of salt and half a grain of truth in there somewhere is well, the adventure of Tobias and Fire. I I give everybody a chest. Each of the chests has 33,333 gold pieces in it. You're cut. <laughs> now, is that including my sister? No. <laughs> Storm chaser. Huh? She went with us. She ain't a storm chaser. <laughs> Sorry. Both a teal. You can pay her out of your half. Hey, Mar, go ahead and change your name tag for me, because this is who oh. you're going to be playing starting next week. But it'll, it'll help me remind myself who it is. And then go ahead and, in the, and when you get a chance, PM me all the details about her. And we'll build her a little tab in the background. Feltish and Atiel are there, kind of laughing at Tobias's story. Uh, Fire, your sister just kind of smiles and kind of whispers in your ear that it's okay. As long as I have a place to sleep and, a, and I'll be fine. Okay, I'll divide well, it by you seven. Can stay, you, you can stay in the tower. We can, you know, make your room. Or you can just share my room. Uh, maybe share your room. Get caught up. Okay. I mean, she did stab you. Want me to give her money? I'll divide it by seven, I guess. <laughs> Atil leads over to you, Samara. Uh, sister tried to stab her? Is this how they... Uh-huh. Well, I mean... Yeah, long story. Technically, I'll she did stab you. Uh, yeah, and she Atiel like holds out her stab. arm to you, and kind of shows we go for a walk and have a conversation. Make sure she walks in front of you. Meltis will lean into fire. Do we solve problems with stabbing? Is that how we do it? And you like? Do you have like one of those traditional huge two-handed swords on your back? <laughs> That barbarians carry? Um, no, I have a really cool, um, it's a belt that 
what I, like I can pull out uh, any weapon and it'll change. Oh, nice! The weapon is. It, nice. um, it has a cool name. I don't remember what it is right now. That's it also fine. talks to me. Nice. It also talks to you. Talks to, it tells me the best place to hit my opponent to do the best damage. Oh, we're gonna have fun. And it has a, it has a fun, so fun like Scottish brogue accent. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> Veldish, don't you see that uh, the taint is just staring you in the eye right there? Go for the taint, Veldish. Go for the fucking taint. <laughs> oh my God! Stop. <laughs> 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 it's not true. You're it's saying stop. The blue. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, she's it's saying Scottish stop. His, no, his I don't Scottish believe it. Accent's terrible. It is not that bad. It's, it's not. It's not Scottish. Language. It's some other language that sounds kind of like Scottish in <laughs> this world. So you can't say it's a Scottish accent. Yeah, that's accent. rude. You're very rude for a furry cat. My bad. His dwarven accent is terrible. <laughs> Oh, and I got a gift for the kids. You know how, you know how I fix this problem? Uh, you banish her. Problem. That's what I thought. <laughs> Banishment. Oh, so I have two. I, I have gifts made for the kids. Are they guns? No, they're <laughs> Are they daggers. So they're they're like it's like uh, a little like warmy like that covers them all up, and it looks like a mouse with a pirate hat and everything. And one's one's got a little tutu. <laughs> And then one's got like man pants. <laughs> and it's it's made very nice, and it, and you know it comes up and it has ears, you know, and everything for winter time. That is adorable. So at some point, Samara, you and Atiel kind of spend the rest of the evening together in conversation about plans and what's going on. Asborn, Thyssen, and Fire, Tobias, and Feltish kind of linger, hearing more about the information about the. Family Brecht and the compound and what's going on. Um, you are at this point in the later evening. Eventually, Samara and Atiel come back, and you know, Samara's looking very chagrined but happy at the same time. Um, the six of you kind of being introduced to Feltish. A little sad that Mara and Albin won't be joining in any future travels for the time being, but she'll be back between the tower and the family uh, compound and dealing with the fact that now things are getting a little bit more personable in the sense that the risk is a lot higher now with kids involved and she wants to do her best to protect them. But the six of you eventually find yourself sitting off by yourselves within one of the sitting chambers within the family Brett compound sharing some wine, beer, ale, occasional snack. Kind of reminiscing about things. What would you guys like to do with the evening? Totally be on the lookout for ambushes. <laughs> oh, right I, back I wanna, to paranoia I, after our little vacation. <laughs> I do. I do want to say that I recast Word of Recall to our tower. Okay, good to know. Did we have a new amount of gold, Tobias? No, I'm not giving an NPC money. No, okay. we all get 33333 <laughs> And I would say Feltish, through her patronage through Albin and Mara, would have access to any wealth that she needs. Yeah, I was going to do some transferring. Mara was going to like gift her some stuff. Like, you're honorarily taking my place. Yeah. And I would consider Mara and Feltish to be lifelong friends as part of the narrative, so don't even worry about that. I mean, if Mara wants to bankroll Veltish, then. 
Cool. And all of you would also notice. Order, so she would. Also, you would notice a couple of different things about some of those around you. Um, Samara now wears a new brooch around her neck that kind of sits alongside the one that was given to her by Talil. It's the mark of the emissary of the Ivory Heart, as she is now both the Nicodronus emissary as well as the Rexentrum emissary. She is personally now responsible for the political outcomes that are currently being worked out for the recognition of the Ivory Heart Kingdom. Currently, it's now an autonomous region within the Dwendals, and negotiations are ongoing. Sinclair, Asborn Sinclair, is now wearing the Chevron Station of the General of the Sinclair State Military, as well as smaller Chevrons representing the different um, representations of the different uh, communities. All of you all have that little bit more swagger, a little bit more kind of seeing the world. Um, I would also at this point say that Fire's backstory for the most point is concluded with the exception of the Drake Shale Patreon that's kind of come into reality. Bias, your backstory's come full circle. Your family is now safe in the Sinclair estate. Um, your relationship with the Sinclairs have taken on a whole new level of kind of understanding as they have personally have seen to it that the mouse folk have a safe place to continue and that Shulamon's efforts at destroying the mouse folk was failed. Um, I would also say Samara, for the most part, we're in the main arc of your story, which is kind of finally getting the Ivory Heart and the Luxodon community their final kind of level of uh, relevance to the communities um, based on the fact that they helped you and your mother all those years ago. And without their help, things could have gone very difficult. Asborn's story is definitely concluded. The Civil War has been absolved. The family is stable. Power is restored. Asmon has his dragon wing, and Asborn has her influence within the Dwendalian Empire. I would say that at this point, Thyssen and Samara's stories are the stories that are mostly going to play out from this point on, with the occasional crossover into Veltish and the final part of Mara's story as well. And I'll say that the evening goes on with all of you kind of having this general conversation about this and reminiscing about the last year that you've been either with or kind of with each other, telling stories and it's just conversation and conversation about everything that's been going on. Thyson, do you fill everyone in on the last bit of information that you discovered about Qualish? Yeah. Okay. And the bulk of the evening now is Thyson telling all of you what I already told him as part of his last kind of bit of insight and info that he's begun to learn about Qualish, eyewitnesses, the understanding of what he thinks might be going on with what they're doing and their absence might be, might be a plan, but it might be their last plan because their other plans have ultimately failed at this point, but it seems to be an ongoing threat. It's more of a matter of where to focus on the effort. You have the evening before the long rest. And it also as a final note, the Belleth Tower is fully done. The garrison is established. The estate grounds are complete. There's at least two or three workshops on the grounds. 
and the entire tower has been restored and refurbished. And you have remaining in your coffers now that Tobias, Tobias's little plan kicked off, although there may be more coming depending on what Admiral Alabaster finds on his, on his investigations towards Darktoe. But you have, after all your spending, after everything you've done to bring the tower up to date, and with the help of the Sinclair family wealth, um, you have about 200,000 gold left in the coffers. Not including what each of you have received from Tobias. You said two. Hey, Aki. What was the exact amount from Tobias again? 33,000. 3333. 3333, yeah. I have five threes. Okay. So it took more than 50,000 to get it livable, the tower? Yeah, it was pretty expensive. Plus, there were new buildings that had to be constructed. Uh, there was a I new road. Built that. Well, the they building. built the garrison, but the, not the workshops. They built the blacksmith, but a couple other workshops were built for um, some of the stuff that Samara wants to do. Um, plus, there was a lot of additions considering Mara's consideration as well. So there was okay. there were some over budgets. Where did okay. you hand out magic items? Yeah. So, I'm giving the Ring of Protection to Sam, right? The Ring of Protection. That's me. No, you get the Ring of Necrotic Resistance and the Ring of Featherfall. I, want the, I thought he wanted the Ring of. I thought he wanted the Ring of Mirror Image and Necrotic and Featherfall. Those mirror Image, mirror, Necrotic, and Featherfall. Mirror Image Protection and Featherfall. I'm gonna be blinging you it, baby. And the necrotic resistance. You wanted the necrotic resistance, right? No, I'm just saying that's if you're going to get necrotic resistant rings for somebody, make sure it's necrotic because that's what keeps getting thrown at us. Until now, he's going to throw something different at us now that we got a necrotic protection ring. (laughs) You want plus three instead or you want... I don't know. I thought we were getting getting a bunch of them, right? No, just the one. Just the one. That's fine. I don't care. Whatever one you want to give me. Does somebody else want it? Well, whose AC is lowest? Mine, I think. Oh, yeah. Well, Sam probably is the squishiest. Sam squishy. Actually, probably my AC, though, too. It, oh, yeah. I say Tyson and Sam are probably the squishiest of the group still. Uh, I think okay, he so has Featherfall. more health points than I do, but I, I think have one my AC is higher. Featherfall and Mary. You have 110? Yeah, I have 110. How do you have my armor class is 25. And I did. uh He's a uh, I, I am technically a bard. Well, and then, technically. How much is that uh, up my armor class with the extra plates on my armor? Bless you. Oh, little sneezes. Um, does it bump okay, it up so, a couple? Or no? I don't know. You tell me. Oh. If I get to say? So I have an armor class 30 now. It's awesome. Super. <laughs> the, the chess piece is a masterwork piece that can be enchanted if you choose to. Right. Um, but because it's mastercraft, it's basically a plate mail chess piece is what it is. But you don't suffer from the weighted um, use of it because it's considered lightweight because of the special metals that they used. Right. Because my right. So because I gave him my T-Rex, my plus three T-Rex shark armor. Which they upgraded with plates. Correct. Mara, I give you a So now it would be, instead of leather, it would be considered... Okay, I get it now. Correct. Right. Okay, got you, got you, got you, got you. And each of us get two greater healing potions and two superior healing potions. Two greater, two superior. 
Yes. And um, to uh, Thyson, I got you the ring of mind shielding. All right. I don't think I can use it. Are you full of slots? Yeah. Do you want the ring of necrotic resistance? Would that be better? Or your, is your that a new tune? Or? That one is not a tune, because it's a resistance effect. Yeah, I'll take that, sure. Okay. Take the ring of necrotic resistance. Um, Mara, did you have a sled opened? Yeah. Okay, then you take the <laughs> ring. I hope you of said slide. Hold on, I did not. The ring of what? Mind, mind shielding. What does that do? You're a barbarian. It stops people from being able to take you over and, you know, I don't know. I haven't looked at what it does. Oh, well, that'd be good because I keep getting like a possessed by things. So. Exactly. Or at least uh, influenced by. Ring of mind shielding. While wearing this ring, you are immune to magic that allows other creatures to read your thoughts, determine whether you are lying, know your alignment, or know your creature type. Creatures can't telepathically communicate with you. Uh, can telepathically communicate with you only if you allow it. Yeah, as an action, um, you can use an action to cause the ring to become invisible until you use another action to make it visible. Wait, to cause the ring to become invisible until you use another action to make it visible until you remove the ring or until you die. So the ring can be invisible. Sure. That's pretty cool. If you die while wearing the ring, oh crap, your soul enters it unless it already houses your soul. You can remain in the ring or depart for the afterlife. As long as your soul is in the ring, you can telepathically communicate with any creature wearing it. Aware can't prevent. Oh my God. Mars going to become a sentient magical item. You could become a sentient magical item. If you die, (laughs) you could have Beltish wear Mara. I like it. That'd be pretty bitching. Two greater and two superior each. Okay. So Mark, I just, you know, I wanted to get the ring of mind shielding because I was looking it up and, and I thought it was pretty cool. So yeah. And I really should put Baltish that's taking these, not Mara, but you know, I'm giving them to Mara and then Mara's giving them to Veltish. Yeah. So I'm putting everything in Mara's for now. Cause I have to build Baltish's character sheet. So that's fine. Okay. And then no who worries. took the necrotic resistance? Was that Sam? Or no, that was Dyson, right? Dyson. Yeah. What was that? Dyson. Necrotic resistance. Dyson took the necrotic yeah. resistance. Yeah, I did. Okay. I I just finished up saying all of that uh, stuff in my mall. I now have a very. I loud didn't stick. actually. I didn't actually take any of the magic items other than the healing pots that I bought. <laughs> yeah, well, purchase better. Oh no! I I'm. I have. I'm full of slots. I mean, slots. <laughs> Excuse me? My slots are full? <laughs> it doesn't get any cleaner with her. It doesn't. <laughs> Just don't say anything. <laughs> cease. 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 My... Okay, two greater healing potions. Ah, what the hell? Uh oh. What'd you break? D and D Beyond. <laughs> That's me when I'm staying up my custom weapons. It's so hard. No, it it showed me a beholder. 
Oh, that means your search was uh, not successful. I wasn't searching anything. I wasn't searching anything. I oh, was the... adding. Um, I was adding potions. Oh well, it could be the the they might be having an issue. That does happen from time to time. Yeah. That's a made up. So with that, with that, you, you guys kind of like have fire. It's like handing out items, and everything is, um, you know, being handed out and being discussed. What would you guys like to do with the rest of the evening before your long rest? Check the guards to make sure they're not monsters. Yeah, we want to make sure they're not eating food that's going to turn them into... Check check the uh, food and soup. Make sure it's not poisoned. It's been a relatively Bobby. quiet evening. I'm, I'm in the kitchen teacher. cooking right now. There is at least a notable complaint. One of the rumors has it that Tobias has gone around pinching people's skin <laughs> and checking them for reality. Mm -hmm. uh, most have been confused by that and kind of shoo him away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, keep thinking it. Oh, I should have gotten a staff of healing. That would have been awesome. I don't, I don't see that magic item. What magic item? I don't item? see a mirror image ring. Well, we probably just well, made it's just Yeah, it's just a ring with mirror image inside it. Yeah, that's all it is. Use your imagination, Tobias. I, I want to imagine something that imagine. Land. I want to imagine it onto my character land. sheet so I don't forget it. Why don't you imagine some... Never mind. <laughs> I know. We'll just say, we'll just say it's the mirror of life trapping. Yeah, yeah. That's. We'll just say it's that, and it's a mirror, and it can steal people's souls. And that's your ring of mirror image. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I think you. I, you don't need me anymore, do you? <laughs> oh, I definitely. You guys need will be you. just fine. No, I. I definitely need you. <laughs> need the ring of Shulamon slain. <laughs> yes. Oh, I should have. Why couldn't Kumat we have done that? Shulamon slain. Yes. Well, I don't necessarily have a particular ring that can particularly slay people, but perhaps if you try really hard and think really that very bad thoughts, you will get a headache. I don't ever want to see well, him. Again. I think bad thoughts all the time, but my head's just fine. I have a very particular idea for him. Who? Death, uh, destruction, and despair. What's his name? Again? Yeah, Shulaman. Shulaman. I have a very particular idea. Share, share. No. My idea. You can't steal it. He doesn't. He doesn't like sharing. We should. Know also, that. I don't have it yet. <laughs> All right. So bullshitting. That's your plan. Hey. So, uh, you know. Uh, if fire, if if let me just say that if fire went with me, while we're leaving that island, I would have messaged him about the ships and the pirates going back to Darkto, so you get a jump on them. By the way, <laughs> so maybe I'll get some a finder's fee, a couple more gold shoved my way. I will definitely tell you this much: do not yeah. set foot back on Darkto. <laughs> rat of rats. <laughs> <laughs> I made a couple rolls. Do not go back to Darkto. But how did the how, how did the, how did the pirate attack go? 
They don't know it was me. How, how did the pirate attack go? Did they? Uh, did they? I'm not going to resolve that yet because you still have to meet up with Captain Alabaster and talk to him about it. I just made a couple rolls. That's all I'm saying. Why don't you make a couple good rolls for me? Why do I always get the bad rolls? He didn't did say they're bad. I rolls. didn't say they were good or bad. I just said I'm not sharing it. You big baby. Well, if it didn't go bad, then why would it? Why would I have a problem going back to Darktoe, which is my island? I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> Such a like that double cross, double cross. <laughs> hey, I gotta play That's both sides, island. man. Gotta play both sides sometimes. Yeah. Oh, you don't play. You just you. They don't you ask. Know. They ask me for a little bit too much. Half. Oh, the pirate said like a third. I would have said okay, but now you didn't even try and negotiate with. I got to backstab you. <laughs> well, that's because you had man. more fun with stabbing. Yeah, <laughs> stabby, stabby, stabby. <sighs> so, anything you, got, anything you want to guys want to do before settling for the long rest? Um, Go back, take. Oh, that's what I could do. I want to say that I put a temple. Part of part of my room is a temple to the um, 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 traveler. Sorry, traveler. Okay. I'll take Pavu's head back with me. That's just. They're not going to let you take their favorite decoration, so that's, that's going to happen. That's what I forgot to do. I forgot to ask where actually Pavu is, not just whatever. How about an ear? Again. His ear was gone. It was just a skeleton. It's just skull. A, 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 a very much de- decomposing skull. Like piece, like you take a, a yeah. tooth? Like he died probably not that long after you guys left. Like tooth? Like I could take a tooth? Mm. I would say you were, would have been on the island long enough to certainly try. So yeah, you could take at least a tooth. Okay, perfect. I'm going to get him resurrected. <laughs> I can do that, but it's hard. You are pure chaos. Yeah, we got time. Pure <laughs> chaos. Pure I want to get him resurrected chaos. and tell him I'll help him take back the island. And then oh. backstab him. <laughs> and then stab him. In the- no, I was kidding. <laughs> when did Tobias become such a murder hobo? I'm not a murder sake. hobo. It's not a murder I didn't hobo. murder You're anybody. Revenge I just- hobo. I just You're a revenge hobo. Yeah, I am a total revenge hobo. But I do want to. I do want to take revenge. the tooth back and see if I can get him resurrected. I don't know if you can resurrect him with just a tooth. I think you can, or at least reincarnated. Yeah, I think it's reincarnation is the one that you're thinking of. That's fine. I'll do a reincarnation. Reincarnation, I don't have yet. I'll find somebody who does. I'm sure some of the priests over in Sam's village are, can do it. Re- do it. Don't involve me in your plans. <laughs> Come on, it's one of my best friends. I I got his tooth when I was a little boy, and I want to resurrect him. He's my friend. <laughs> You're always. Do I boy. know that it was? Do I know whose tooth it is? No one no. has a clue. Tooth. <laughs> I might. No, gross, Tobias. Gross. I would say Fire could potentially know if she chooses to. Oh, I tell I tell Fire everything that I did. Oh, okay. That, uh, that sounds very much you. <laughs> and I go, don't tell anybody. <laughs> I broke a lot of serious laws, I think. <laughs> 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 I 
can't hold me down. Nobody can hold me down. <laughs> it's all going to his they, head. That's my island. They can't tell me to not go back to my island. That is some BS right there. So with that, you guys eventually close out the evening by heading over to your home, back to the Bellowith Tower. Veltish will be taking Mara's room. Um, everybody has their assigned rooms. Um, I don't believe you've created a staff yet. There is the Sinclair State Guard, which keeps the tower protected, keeps the grounds protected. Which, when you arrive, they are, you know, they have cordoned off the gate access to the estate, as well as the roadway access up to the estate. And they keep a, you know, a rotating patrol always available on the estate premises. Um, the fire uh, is lit and going, um, but the interior of the estate, is, while rather well furnished and well stocked, is where you guys sleep for the evening. Um, you all go off to your proverbial chambers and go ahead and select that long rest. You wake up on the first day of fall. Burr. A little bit of warm air kind of fades. There's now that kind of noticeable warm or cold chill in the air when you first wake up. But without a staff... You guys are pretty much stuck kind of doing things on your own. I'll go to the kitchens to help. Okay. I, I check out, I, I, I have a little interview with each of my crew, six crew members to see if they're sh- shit heels and I need to just put a bullet in their head or they're, they're, they're <laughs> decent and they're not going to backstab me. As he backstabs everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are we playing D&D or Paranoia? <laughs> oh god remember that do you remember paranoia do you remember yeah. just filling out the endless forms and stuff like oh god okay i want to get you gotta fill out a, ma- a form a three-page form to get like a laser gun <laughs> it was so great that was one of the best games ever uh veltish would help in the kitchen as well okay okay ashborn you want to get us a uh, a staff Oh, like a crew of people to to cook and clean and do all the things. I can cook. I I show her just like the ugliest pot of stew ever. (laughs) (laughs) I can cook. It's just like a potato that's been boiling for a day. Congealed fat all around it. We we used to love this all at our campfire. I used to starch my uniform. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll get all the actual cooking staff. You guys. I got a secret. We're freaking rich. <laughs> um, We're basically gods. We'll just go down to the town and find some cooks, some no. hand maidens and that can clean. So we'll and- say this conversation is taking place Whatever. around the breakfast table, the common area. Um, most of the morning is kind of consumed with food prep and conversation about things that you want to get done. One of the estate guards comes in. Uh, while you're eating, um, I don't mean to bother you, but um, the Zahefe's here. Oh, uh, oh, great. Let's let's clean up a little bit and make sure this place looks good for him. Well, shall I send him away or send him in? I, I move. I move. Send him in, you idiot! Over. <laughs> I whacked Tobias upside the head. <laughs> Hey! Be nice to the staff. Well, I, I, you know, he's quite a formal person. I wasn't sure if you were prepared, but I will 
go attend. And the sergeant turns, heads back towards the entryway. The door is open. Um, a very resplendent, heavily long braided beard. Um, uh, the, the kind of flourish, like Farrah Fawcett style hairdo. Kind of feathered back over his shoulders. He comes in with his normal, like, garish attire and Ah, it's the storm chases. It's, it's so nice to have you back. I, I, I'm sorry I did not have a chance to welcome you to the Bracta State and the wonderful news about Mara, uh, to your mother having her babies. I think that's, that's, yes, that's nice. Nice. That's all. Um, well, you want some stale bread and cheese, your highness? Oh, no, no. There is no need to call me your highness. Uh, your lordship will do finally. Um, I was, I was wondering, um, I know, um, however, I, could I have some of that coffee? That coffee looks really good. Is that okay? I'll up. Sure. And he's like standing and pacing. You can tell he's obviously nervous and having a hard time putting his thoughts together. It, it, it's, it's been nice to have so much, um, stability, um, safety. Um, the city is happy. Um, the council is very happy. Um, however, I have a particular favor I'd like of all of you. Um, I, I, I hope you'll agree to it. Shoot. Sure. Um, hear it. Well, can I, I, can, can, can the Uladan confide in all of you? Is this, is this okay? Yeah. Uh, You're cool peeps. Well, I've been having a bit of a tryst with, um, her Majesty, the Bright Queen. And, uh, <laughs> Dude, she's hot. You're banging well, the Bright Queen. Good up job. Up well, top. it doesn't exactly work that way, but if you're going to be so crude and vulgar about it, <laughs> we're friends. No, we are. We 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 are quite in love with one another. And recently, she has joined me here. But um, unfortunately, she needs to attend services back in her capital city and well um i was hoping the the six of you could escort her back to her city provide her safe passage and make sure she gets there okay if if, i trust all of you i know you are very capable and very i just with with never really recovering and 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 finding and dealing directly with the, 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 the Shuleman, and he gets visibly kind of like traumatized when he has to say the name. Um, I just, if word ever got out that we were having relations, and I, I do not want to put her at risk or, 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 or anything else at risk, and I just, I, I feel like if, if I knew that you and your friends would escort her home, that would be, Something that I would take as a personal favor. Well, yeah, I'm, I got a magic ship coming, right, Sam? Where's my magic flying ship? I'm working on it. Well, we got, look, we got political clout right here. We can maybe <laughs> further it along. I already have political clout. Well, look, we got to escort a queen. We're not going to do it in a freaking covered wagon with a bunch of uh, mules. We're going to do it no, in resplendent it's... style. I'll go send in a flying freaking ship. No, no, you. Pretty sure we do it in whatever the queen would want to travel in. I, I, you misunderstand. It would be just the queen, 
and she will be not with her normal entourage or livery. It's stealth and secrecy is a oh, bit of the... going to disguise her? Uh, well, I, I, if you call a cloak and riding a normal horse as a disguise, sure, but she says she mm, wants about... to be a bit of our countryside and her own on her travels back home, and I felt oh. if she joined you and you guys could make her the seventh as you make your way home, and oh my oh, goodness, she is gorgeous. Who are you? Hey, She's like Veltish. He's just like pointing right at Veltish. I do not recognize you. Where's Mara? Why? I'm, I'm, Mara, Mara had babies. Out. I'm Veltish. Oh. I'm a member of the Ghost Slayer. She's she's our new temp worker. This is, this is, this is the temp worker. This is the new hire. <laughs> she's our intern. She handles oh, the small things. Very, very well. She's I... the one that made the coffee. <laughs> and made oh. the eggs, too. That's very good. I, I, I thank you for this. I, um, Well, yes, this would be... So may I um, have her call upon you in a few days to take her home, then? I don't know, Sam. Can she... We're going Damn. secretly, Tobias. Secretly up in the gonna... air is secret. No one can see you in That's the clouds. Not... That's not true. I was gonna say, we could we could probably like you know teleport there, but she wants to see some of the countryside. Oh, oh, well, imagine imagine uh, the Lido deck of my ship as we cascade through the clouds. I can go low, and she can look at the mountains. The well, sun, I could see, as usual, Master Tobias is in charge, so I'll let you work out the details. <laughs> um, I will let Her Majesty know that, that she can be here in three days and make inquiries upon all of you. Um, thank you for the coffee and the company. Um, hey, 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 I got yes? something for you. Here, give her this hat. It's a dis- hat of disguise. Then she can look however she wants well, she is the master of the arcane. She can simply... Is it a, is it a baseball oh. cap? Look, this is a kidnap thing. I can see it coming. We're what? incompetent. You <laughs> <laughs> don't understand that, right? I mean... It's like, it's uh, like, as you say that, as you say that out loud, he's looking at this, like, million-dollar estate, and you guys are just in, like, festooned in, like, elite gear, and, like... Oh, well, hubris <laughs> is a good sign of stability. Um, yes, uh, I will take this at, and I imagine she will... It, everything we've done since, so for the last year has been an accident. Hat, don't, give her, don't give her the hat. I'm going to actually stop. Stop. Oh, just okay. stop listening to him. Yes. Just, <laughs> he's well. had a little bit too I much I just don't want to be responsible for when she gets kidnapped by Shulamon or somebody, and then she's, we have to not, be responsible for it, and they're going to blame us and try to cut our heads off. Tobias, do you understand the nature of an escort? It's just taking her home. That's all. He's a bit paranoid. He's a bit paranoid. We'll take him away. quiet. There's been no sign of anything for some time now. I'm sure things are fine. It's, an it'll be fine. An easy job. We can do this. Hey, how much, how much would it cost for like a blank pardon? <laughs> a blank pardon? Like yeah. as in fill it out yourself? Like the person, the bearer of this note has done what he's done. Signed, Shulaman. I mean, signed, uh, Zahefe. 
Uh, you are quite a ridiculous person. I will be on my way now. Ah, <laughs> come on! Kind of gathers up his robes and kind of quickly kind of moves as quickly as he can. Sorry, just... sorry Zahefe, he's had too much wine this morning. <sighs> I spiked his coffee. I he understand. Sad. So you guys have the morning? Um, based wine on what... with mouse folk strongly. <laughs> Damn! I was so close! Where are you, Sam? Though? Sam, you're horrible. Are you? You're horrible. <laughs> Don't even talk to me. Almost got us a blanket pardon for all the Gladly. things we've done. <laughs> Why do we? If need you guys would have just out? agreed with me and not called me crazy, we could have had a blank pardon for all the in, things we did. You are insane. Yeah, but thing. We don't need it. They gave us a building and money. What would yeah, we broke a shit ton of laws when we went to my island, apparently. A, a pardon is admittance oh, of guilt. We did nothing we? wrong. Who is Ross, we? Rossi didn't mention that there was need of pardons. Have you guys been doing illegal things? To buy it. Oh, no, never. They literally places. start saying that, like all grab their plates of food and disperse off in different <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go see I don't know what I did wrong. I, just, just if she doesn't get movie. kidnapped, I will... <laughs> I don't know what I'll do, but I'll, I won't do it. I'll let you tattoo my butt. Pulls a book Is that a promise? Sits at the table and just starts reading. Just to let you know, uh, for any of these governmental beings that you know or we are affiliated with, to all of them, I was never a part of this group, understand? As a witness, you legally have to say that, okay? Why? Who are you saying this to? You. <laughs> Okay. Do you know your parentage? Where are you you're, from? you're not only part of this Which group, you're like half parentage? of the group because you've you've you're, been six different people. Yeah, you got like four options. Which what? one? You're, well, you're I'm like gonna, I'm gonna flex all my my four fingers in front of your face. Which one? You're you're like me. You can only count to eight. You're, you're a tiefling, yes. Ah. After a fashion. I mean, this round he is. It's yeah. One of, it's one of <laughs> this month he's a tiefling. This month I'm a tiefling. Until he dies again. He was a hobbit a couple months ago. And before that, he was some poor bastard that got stabbed to death. And <laughs> thrown in a ditch. And before that, he was a he was my friend, a paladin. So were, were your parents not tieflings? Um, I, I think my parents hated me. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, 300 years? That's so many lifetimes kid. ago. Yeah, that was like 300 years ago. I think yeah. mine might have hated me too. Oh, uh, yeah, that happens. I'm sure. Okay. Well, Paris Beltish, I'm going to tell you right now, you don't know what you got your fucking self into. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like my, my might parents, have left some things out of our you have gotten yourself roped into it. Oh, she, you talked to her? Oh. My parents well, yeah, might I mean, I've, I've known Mara since we were children. I, I connect with Rossi all the time, and she keeps me updated on, on Mara's comings and goings. Uh-huh. I think maybe she left some things out. <laughs> I would say, yeah, big time. Cause we always leave things out of everybody. We talk to, we don't tell him anything. So Tobias has got his feet up on the table, which is awkward because he's just so little, but the whole time he's like playing with his pistol. And like every time the chambers open, he like points it at the bison when he walks away or walks back. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. 
You know that I, thing can be loaded at any it's point. It's called Nicodronus Roulette. I've, I invented it. Is um, Why am been, I involved? It's been a couple months. It's been a couple months. Is Pumat Soul going to like show up and give me a hand cannon? <laughs> no word yet. Hand cannon? Okay. Hand I want like a 12 foot tall sniper rifle. <laughs> <laughs> You're I just lean it on things. Feet. You're two feet With tall. a big telescoping scope. You know. <laughs> He's like literally a sniper. <laughs> you, you see my little boy over there who's like, you know, 22 inches? You're about the same height as him. Yeah. I know, 12 feet. Perfect. Just saying. <laughs> you have to like climb up it to pull the trigger. Right, <laughs> and then slide down <laughs> it. <laughs> no, I'm, that thing's way littler than Tobias. No, I'm like I don't know. Know. I I'm like Tobias two and a half feet tall. I'm two and a half like feet tall. Sized. I'm Chucky sized, okay. and you know what Chucky can do? Evidently, he murders kill, a lot of people. Yeah, kill innocent women while they're in bed. Right, and, and kids. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, don't problem. let me down on this ship. Come on. I've been writing them letters. I don't know what to tell you, Tobias. Letters I can go faster. Zip nail, over there nail. with your teleportation and get in somebody's face. Here, here's thirty three thousand gold. Make it happen. <laughs> I will get right on that, Captain. Grease some palms. Take me with you. No, no. <laughs> I'll, grease, I'll grease some palms. You know those officials are all freaking poor and they're greedy. So come on, officials. Officials. Slip some gold like pieces to them on the down low. Get me my ship. Trying to contact officials. We're trying to contact people who can harness magic to make this work. So yeah, relax. they always need stuff. They always need money. All right. Well, if we're if we've uh, have, we've got three days to wait. Tell you what. During that three days, I'll go try and figure it out. Okay. Will that get you off my back? Are you Are you going to learn new magics? <laughs> yes, it will. Just get me my ship. And- and uh, can you? Uh, I'll make you first mate, them. acting first mate, because Mara's not here. She's fired. <laughs> <laughs> she's a parent. She's not going to be as good for us as she used to be because she's always going to be worried about those brats. <laughs> <laughs> Mara, are you, okay. you going to go learn some new magics? Uh, no, I'm going to go speak with some of. Uh, the different uh, religious groups and see if there's somebody who can help us. We previously had a flying ship and our captain can't seem to get it out of his head. No, no research. I mean, there might be, I'm not, I'm not really sure. You want to come? Yes. Yes, I do. All right. Use your bear form for intimidation purposes. (laughs) I'll take that into consideration. Hey, Veltus here. Here's 30,000 gold to grease some palms. <laughs> okay? Make it happen. Help Sam. This is your mission. Your first mission you know, as a storm chaser. You have a lot of rage inside of me that magically explodes out of me. Let you. it come out <laughs> and get me my ship. Yeah, you probably just give her 100 there. gold to like, you know. Okay. I'll fire Sam and make you first mate. <laughs> Really Get me my ship. Trip. I'm not. I don't. I don't really know how to sail. Is that going to be a problem? I sacrificed my last ship for these idiots, and I want my ship. <laughs> yeah, my beautiful ship, right. my 
400 hit point ship. You don't know what that means, but it was really magical and beautiful. <laughs> and it was smashed to smithereens. You know, I'm going I'm to butt in. You know, we could always just go steal a different ship. I was almost thinking of seeing if you'd want to go steal another Gith Yankee ship, but eh, why we have other things to do? No, no. We can try we, a different race. Sam's going to get us a good ship that we don't have to worry about. I saw it on, on Vox Machina. They have a really no, cool no. ship with like, like gems on the side. You know what I, you want a hippopotamuses? Yeah. So that's Samara. And, I want one of those for Christmas. You ever seen a three foot tall hippopotamus? Samara and Feltish talking to each other and making your way towards the main entrance of the tower to exit. You can still hear Tobias going on. Eventually, Tobias, you have to settle into a morning of reviewing and questioning the six individuals. Um, Asborn, you have to meet with the captain and sergeant and also send out word to the family estate. You would like your... Um, your head caretaker that's there to be transferred to this estate along with the full staff that would be afforded it as well. Um, as you close your residence at the Sinclair estate and transfer them to here. Um, Thyssen, you're free to do whatever you want with the day. Fire, you are free to do whatever you want with the day. And this is where we're going to end tonight, folks. We have concluded our our time skip we have given all of you way too much power <laughs> <laughs> i really looking forward to, to writing up the, all the new encounters that you guys are going to be having from this point forward and i love how our first little foray is going to be escorting her highness back home in secret it should be very interesting storm chasers 3 the kidnapping <laughs> hey everybody thanks for coming out and hanging out thanks uh aki ust show and perfectly techno for uh, uh rating us and giving us some love i really do appreciate that uh we will be back here tomorrow night for the descendants we are almost done wrapping up that campaign arc and they will be taking a summer to fall hiatus we'll see how schedules go but we'll be concluding that season and prepping them for a new season maybe in the future uh, new game, new in-studio game coming uh, March. But we will be doing uh, a, a special Valentine's Day pop-up uh, next Monday where we're going to sit around and uh, discuss the campaign and character creation and uh, have some beverages and little chocolates and candies and little celebrations of Valentine's with uh, with us and our friends around the table um, next Monday. We'll because be... What do you do when both you and me are... You know, D and D players and yep. Valentine's Day and nerds. Yep. 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 I'm yep. thinking Margarita Monday, right? Good God. I, I better don't Uber think to your I'm place. I'm doing margaritas yet, but I will have a glass of wine. Don't forget our theme this month is aliens. So join our Discord and uh roll a D one thousand in our Discord channels and Win yourself a chance to uh, win some of that cool loot. Um, so pop on over there. Otherwise, hey, everybody, stay safe. Be kind. Don't forget to play a game. It's really important to your mental health. I promise you, you will love it. Good night, everybody. Good night. night. I love how Jason disappears in fire.
Alright, <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, I need to head out. Work is calling. I'm sorry. Bye. 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 Ha, ha, you gotta work. Ha, ha. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hey, Samara. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember Vogath's patron? I don't. I'm sorry. Okay. I know, but as soon as you brought it up, I was like sitting there like, that character sounds so familiar. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was great. When I saw the look on your face when you finally realized who it was. Yeah. You're like, what? It's like, I know that person. We've met before. She's really chaotic. <laughs> This is gonna be great with Tobias. Are you are you ready for the kicking down doors? Oh God, I, her and Tobias are gonna to be awesome. <laughs> it's gonna be terrifying. I will feed into her like chaoticness. She'll be like oh. my. She'll be like yeah. I'll be like. I, maybe I'll get a harness that I can get up and be on her shoulders and be like, <laughs> kill. Aww. Okay. You're gonna, Kill that you're thing gonna down there. Somebody else's. You're gonna get on somebody else's shoulder, and 